Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Thanks, everybody, for coming. It's November the 20th, 2015, and we're just talking common law. Thanks for coming. Um, I almost forgot to start it again there, Sam. So go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. We were talking about yeah, the CRA and the uh, IRS. The uh, CRA, the IRA, the English uh, income tax, the uh, Australian income tax, all of them, they're all a bunch of chicken shits, every one of them. And they all know that they are working illegally, and all they're doing is they're just punching the clock and making a buck. And if anybody steps on their toes, they'll shit their pants, okay? It's simple as that. Uh, you know, the number one thing, you know, Robert, uh, Robert, is, uh, Robert is on you. So yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I said if the call got disconnected. I don't know at what point I cut out there. Yeah, no, not a problem. Hi, Robert. This is Sam here in Hamilton. Uh, I was just catching uh, a little profile of uh, your uh, talk there about the CRA. Uh, of course, uh, CRA, you're in Canada. Whoopee! Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, actually, I'm actually not far from Hamilton. I'm in uh, the Peterborough area. Oh, okay. You're not too far away. No. Peterborough, just on the other side of Toronto, right? Yeah, I I yeah. do travel. I do travel all around the province to uh, perform services for others. So I'm up in campus casing. I'm. You're in the uh, uh, you're in the entertainment business, are you? No, uh, well, if you consider fixing computers entertainment, then yes, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? People get addicted to that. I was talking to Sonia about that just the other day. I said, you know what? I, I'm totally addicted to my computer. I want to throw it in the garbage and, and put a knife right through it. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm the one that makes sure it all keeps working. <laughs> You're the one who's going to take the dagger out and reattach all the cords and wires. Yeah, okay, that's lovely. So you're you're self-employed, right, uh, Robert? Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah, you know how to make your own money. Um, you know, uh, now being self-employed, uh, you have a chance to make good money, and uh, but even it doesn't matter how much money you make, uh, the government, uh, CRA, they're always looking for their illegal share. You know. And, uh, I don't. I don't know where I cut out when when I was saying that um, I generate revenue for myself. Let's say I work an average of 150, 200 hours a week, and then somebody else comes along and wants 50 hours of that a week for them. I don't know if you heard that or if I cut out before then. You cut yeah, out. No, I heard you. Yeah. Oh. So. And then this is basically, it's not that I'm an egotist, I just 
don't want to share with my community because I do help people around. I do do things uh, free of charge. I donate. I give my time. I help out. I help people that I need. It's just that when somebody else tells me that I'm that I'm a leech by not sharing my hard-earned uh, uh, wealth that I'm building to someone who is just taking it from me and threatening me if I don't do it, I just don't, I don't agree with that. I don't, if, if you're really that hard up for money, you know, something very simple, I do it every day. It's called go to work and do something. Don't threaten people. If they don't give it to you, we'll freeze your account, we'll take your money, we'll sell your house and sell your car. Yes. I agree with you 110 uh, percent. You know the CRA is uh, um, yeah, RAC. What, what is that? What is that? I keep forgetting. Yeah, CRA. Can I, can I kind of Revenue, Yeah, that's it. CRA. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting all my letters. I'm getting my alphabet here stuck between my teeth. But, uh, but honestly, but, honestly, I don't find it so important what you call this. Uh, organization where all the people or the men and women who don't want to actually do an honest day's worth of work go to rob from others. That's all they do. They And, and sadly, they actually believe that they're doing real honest work and they don't see what they're doing. They don't see the harm they're causing. They are, they're led to believe what they're doing is good and people like us are the bad ones that are leeches on society. Well, I can tell you, I got up at 6 o'clock this morning, worked all day. I'm now driving in Toronto. I'm now driving home, going to have dinner. Then I'm going to head out to another client to set up computers. I'm going to be finished most probably 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Morning, I'm going to get up and start work again. Well, so, it doesn't matter what amount of money you make. Uh, they don't deserve uh, a fraction of uh, what uh, you know is due to them. And, uh, and and everything that they're doing is totally illegal. So uh, why uh, why why you know why contribute to an illegal organization like the CRA? Now the only thing is is that uh, everybody's brainwashed because uh, you know their parents paid income tax. Uh, the neighbors on both sides both sides of the street uh, are paying income tax. Your grandparents paid income tax. You know, and everyone's going, well, we all paid income tax. What's wrong with you? The only thing is you got to go back another generation. The great-grandparents, they would think you're out of your friggin' mind paying income tax because they never paid income tax. Income tax only started, as you know, in 1913, you know, because of the uh, First World War, you know. So prior to that, for two or three, four hundred years, uh, in Canada, United States, uh, no one paid income tax. The only people that paid income tax were the corporations. Yeah. And that's it. So uh, how the hell did we get hoodwinked? Well, we got hoodwinked, and, uh, uh, you know, because of the First World War that started the ball game of, of supposedly raising money, you know, to support uh, a, uh, an army. Uh, to go into an illegal war, another uh, illegal situation. You know, so, uh, you know, the only thing is uh, you, you got to be aware. Now, the, the, the good part about it is that you, you understand that you don't owe any money to the uh, CRA. Now, um, that's your first step, 
Okay, that's your first knowledge. Now the question is, how do you handle these people? That's that's exactly where where I'm stuck. Is I I got the letter stating that um, I have that there were was vacancy, there was a taxable revenue or income for these years, and I am required to file with them. And if I don't file by a certain date, they will assess me, which the way I read it is a threat. Uh, if, if you don't do this, we will do that. And that is going to be worse than if you do this. And in my world, that's a threat. Exactly. So, uh, now, uh, you know, uh, who, who's doing this to you? Uh, his uh, name is Kevin Scott. Okay, so Kevin uh, Scott, you know, you got his number. He's their agent, so he is in big, big, big trouble uh, uh, dealing with a man that knows common law. He's in deep shit. He's in absolute, you know, you may think that, uh, you know, uh, you may think that you got a threatening letter and they're coming after you and they're, they're threatening you. No, 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 that, uh, that Kevin Scott there, he is in deep, deep, deep shit. Because now you have a name, you have a man, and that man has no jurisdiction over you. Yeah. So that's number one. Number two, his immediate supervisor, whatever his name is, uh, maybe you can, do you know his uh, immediate supervisor's name? No. See, I haven't really started uh, anything yet except to send them one fax. Uh, in a quick response. Okay, now here's uh, here's the thing, okay? The number one rule is you have to go in like Sherlock Holmes or like Peter Falk, uh, Peter Falk in, uh, what was that detective there uh, they had on television all the time? Columbo. Columbo, that's the one. You got to go in like Columbo first, okay, Robert? Yeah. You got to go on a, a fact-finding mission. And as a fact-finding mission, uh, you have to go in and pretend, you know, that you're, uh, you, you, that you, uh, you agree to everything that they're saying, and that, and you, you have to find out, you have to find out the, uh, uh, you got the name of the immediate person, which is great. Now, from that person there, uh, your next job which is uh, uh, is to find the name of his supervisor's name. That's your their very next job. Okay. Okay, you must find the name of the supervisor. Now, in order to find that, you can't threaten uh, Kevin Scott because uh, then he won't give you any more names. As a matter of fact, he might even he might even put your file aside and give it to another fictitious uh, person. Now you don't have another, now you got another person and that, uh, you know, you'd be chasing around or whatever. But uh, basically uh, what I would do is that uh, I would contact this person and find out, you know, uh, what it is that he wants. Have you talked to Kevin uh, uh, yet? Well, yes, I've talked to him. Um, basically, what he wants is for me to file my returns for 2011, 12, 13, and 14. 
My, very okay, so uh, what you what you want to find out is that you have to find out. You got to use kind of like an innocent way of uh, inquiring to find out what his manager's name is. Okay, um, and find out his immediate uh, boss, supervisor, manager, whatever he is. And uh, so uh, I guess uh, if you phoned him. And say, look, you know, uh, what you're asking for, you gotta, you gotta look at your situation, and find out something that he maybe doesn't know that he would have to go to his uh, manager for, and and that you would like to, that you are protesting, you know, that, uh, you know, that uh, you're protesting something, you, you know, like whatever it is that you're protesting. You're not protesting the the whole shebango. You're agreeing to everything. In the beginning, you're agreeing, yes, I uh, do my income tax. I will do this. I will do that. And then I uh, say, but, okay, uh, I'm just wondering uh, in regards to, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, you know, like, you know, if you just find out, like, first of all, uh, find out from Kevin how long has he been working there? Okay, well, how long have you been working there? Well, let, I'll just give you an example. Let's suppose he says, well, I've been working here for two or three years. I said, well, look, you know, you, you sound like you don't have that much experience. Um, uh, you know, I, I got some questions. Maybe prepare some questions on a piece of paper. I got some questions that I would like to ask your supervisor, you know, uh, whether or not uh, these uh, – uh, these things that uh, that you're asking are true or false or whatever. Okay, you got to get the name of the supervisor. You got to put your uh, Columbo hat on. Yeah. And be and be really really nice. Agree with him and get the name of the supervisor because uh, you you know in order to uh, in order to go after them, you uh, you you got to get some names. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you an example. Uh did you did you listen to Carl Lentz uh show on uh Angela Starks uh about uh, last last Thursday? Not yesterday, but last Thursday. Carl oh, Lentz I was guest uh, guest I didn't listen to that one. Okay, well anyways he's he's got a thing in there where this girl um uh, uh from uh, this late this mother from washington d c uh, had her two children uh stolen from her uh by the children uh, uh children's society eh? yeah. uh, you know and uh, so and so he uh he felt sorry for her so he uh, he actually went out of his way and drove all the way to washington and because this girl was in deep crap up to her neck, and he she should have maybe contacted uh, uh, Carl uh, a few months ago uh, yeah. when things could have been easier uh, in order to file the right papers, he figures, well, the only way to go after this situation is to go after the governor of uh, see, Washington and yeah. then go after the... Uh, uh, the uh, Attorney General of Washington go after the uh, uh, 
uh, go after the uh, the court clerk's attorney general, and then go after the city chief, the actual captain of the whole city. And in order to do that, she had to go and visit their departments in person and ask yeah. for help. And then while she was there, she asked for their business card. So once she got all that information, she brought back four business cards to uh, Carl Lentz. Now, Carl was able to uh, put together a, uh, a claim, a lawsuit, right, per se, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but you see, you have to remember now what Carl said was uh, get the friggin' names of all these people. And, and, and in her case, she had to go right to the governor of, uh, of Washington. Yeah. And, and also the attorney general and so on, you know. So all, all in, in the, the CRA here, you got to get the name of the manager, supervisor, yeah. manager, whatever. So you got to play games with them. At the moment, they don't suspect. Have you talked to uh, the CRA and mentioned to them that you are a man and that you don't have to pay any taxes? Did you have any arguments like this? No, just not with Kevin directly, but a long time ago, like four years ago, I just, when I first woke up, I just sent in a letter that, uh, something to the effect that I just want to know why I'm classified as a taxpayer and if they could just explain to me how that works. So that's what I sent in. It must be four years ago now. Um, oh, okay, so that was before Carl Lentz. Oh, way, way before Carl Lentz. Uh, uh, Dean Clifford, I, I met with, I met him in Toronto, and he, he started to answer some questions, but it just, it was very interesting. And then, because I was listening to Dean Clifford, there was one show with Angela Stark where Carl Lentz was on, and I think it was 2013, something like February 2013. And all of a sudden, I listened to Carl, and I was like, wow, this is just, I can't believe what I'm hearing here. This is just music to my ears. So I've been listening to him religiously then after that for one and a half years, until roughly five, six months ago, when I just started a new venture, new business, got really busy, sidetracked, and... Um, and I've noticed that Carl hasn't got his phone calls as often anymore. I used to re listen to them all the time. And so that, that's what I, okay, there's a long story going about. Yes, CRA has had uh, communication from me, but a long time ago. I don't know if it's on that file or not, if it's the same thing. But with this, okay, what I'm doing well, right that's a long time ago. Yeah, okay, so hopefully they don't have none of that stuff, uh, at least not right now, because what you got to do is you've got to prepare your case. And you can't prepare your case without any names because you need a man. You need how many men that are coming after you. Yeah. Because it's not the CRA that's coming after you. Yeah. They're, only, uh, they're only a piece of junk, piece of shit, you know, chicken shit. And uh, so they're not coming after you. It's uh, the, 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 the man, uh, Kevin Scott. And then you got to find out, uh, because they're they're such a crooked organization, they don't like telling uh, who their supervisors are and so on. But you got to use a little bit of tact, okay, a little bit of finesse, 
and uh, and think about uh, some questions or why some important questions why the Kevin will give you the name of the supervisor. Okay, yeah. so you got to ask uh, something uh, that uh, will uh, get you the name. You know, like you know, can I talk to your supervisor about this? You know, I, I, I because you know what I have uh, is very important, and uh, I need your supervisor's advice on this or something. On you know, you got to use a little finesse. Yeah. I can't think of anything right now. You got you know. I, I, I'm going to prepare uh, a, uh, a claim, uh, a notice against the CRA myself, but I'm in no hurry. I'll be doing mine in about a year to two years from now. Okay, so, um, you know, mainly because I'm not in their uh, spotlight at the moment. Can I say something? Can I say something, Sam? Just a thought to add to what you I had mentioned this when um, um, Rob got dropped off by his phone. Um, the, here's one question that I, I know they can't answer, so that it might be a question that maybe he could take to a supervisor. Um, could you please show me the law that states that um, a man has to pay income tax? Um, I understand that um, paying income tax is volunteer, and I'm sure that you'll find that in income tax forms and all throughout the place, uh, you know, on the Internet, um, YouTube, every time you turn around, you know, I've listened to a lot of them myself, it says that paying income tax is volunteer. So that could be a question that could be asked. Could you please show me the law that says that a man has to pay income tax? Show me, show me the law. So, and if you can't, well, maybe I can. Um, uh, could you give me your supervisor's name? Maybe I can ask your supervisor. Yeah. I, what I want to avoid is to raise any kind of suspicion on their end, um, uh, in, in regards to that, because I, mean, I was thinking more along the line, or along the lines of that he's. Um, He's basically threatening with an assessment, and I know with assessment they always over-assess, and then if you don't react to that, they will then seize your bank account and drain it of all the money. Yeah. And uh, if as soon as you get money or checks, they'll be taken out. So I was, uh, for me, the, the the concern could be is like if I can't meet your deadline, I can't file. I just I don't have the information. I can't do it. I I, I um. I, I, I cannot comply with your requirements and you, the consequences, I, they would do me harm. So would your manager be able to, or your supervisor, be able to give me any advice? Could they extend the assessment? Can I speak to them? Uh, I'm, I'm here to work. So basically trying to work with them to figure out and go the next steps to get me the information that I need without raising any, any flags of, uh, right. that, I, that I have. Because another thing is, I, I don't wish Kevin or his supervisor any harm. All that I, I want is, I want them to understand that every man's action has consequences. And at the moment, I think people believe in positions like that, they have this, this immunity around them. That they, they can do harm without having to personally, or as a man, take responsibility for the harm they're creating to others. And all I want to make him aware is that if you cause somebody else harm, just because somebody else told you to inflict it onto somebody, doesn't there's no immunity. You, you, 
if you pull the trigger, you're the one who's pulling the trigger just because somebody else says shoot him. Right. So this is, all I want to do is get them aware that there is, there is no immunity. When, when you go against a man that has done you no harm, that doesn't, doesn't want to intercourse with you in any way, and you are doing it, then proceed at your own peril. And again, not meant as a threat in any way, because I thought I, was, I don't want that. I just want to leave a, lead a most peaceful life that I can, and be the most benefit to my fellow man that I can. That's all I want. I don't want anything else. I don't want anything, um, any harm done. That's all I want to achieve. Let alone, go alone, and keep on, on my, my, my track to doing what I'm doing. So, again, I hope I can convey that my goal is to never ever harm somebody else. Never. That's, that's just furthest from my mind. The only, what I want is for them to understand there is no immunity because they act as if, if there is. I want to get that nation through to them. So, anyways, uh, you know that. Uh, yeah, you know what? You got a good point there. You you want to uh, justify uh, Kevin Scott's uh, position. Uh, with uh, his supervisor. Now, uh, do you know whether this uh, Kevin Scott, uh, is he nearby you? Can you go and see him in person? Or is he in uh, some Timbuktu city? Uh, He's in Ottawa. Okay, so so he's in Ottawa. He's freaking assholes in in Ottawa. Okay, so it's not like you can jump in your car and just go and see him, right? Well, theoretically, I, I could just jump in the car. It's just going to take a while. And uh, again, see, this is where the harm comes in. In order for me to mitigate harm to happening to me, I need to go and take uh, two, three days out of my, 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 my week to go there, do this. I, I lose the ability to earn, uh, the, uh, to, to, to exchange my, my labor for, uh, for money. Yeah, no, I, no, I'm, I, just, I'm just thinking hypothetically here, uh, Robert, you know, uh, is that uh, if he's nearby, then maybe you can just uh, go and, and uh, you know, but if he's in Ottawa, now you said you work all over Ontario, you don't work in Ottawa, eh? No, but actually, you know what, I wouldn't mind just taking a drive there and meeting with him. I've got no, I just... Okay, that's... well, that's good. That's good on your part, okay? Now... Uh, the the first step uh, that's your uh, last alternative is to take uh, a ride out there, and uh, now the reason now what's the reason why you want to ride out there for? Well, it would be to uh, meet the man face to face, get information, basically showing him that what he's doing is happening to real flesh and blood. It's just not a piece of paper in front of him. No, that's and, not the reason. No, uh, the reason. The, remember, I, I just finished oh. telling you, is that uh, you got you, you're putting on your Colombo hat on, and uh, oh. you, you, everything that you're talking to him about is that you're agreeing with everything he's saying. Okay. okay. Well, okay well, you're, not, you're not disagreeing with anything. Okay. When Other I'm going to ask that, uh, what I'm trying to get at, Robert, is. Uh, is that uh, you don't want to throw in the, uh, anything about flesh and blood and and uh, freedom oh. and uh, man and you know and all that stuff and uh, jurisdiction. That's, 
You don't want to throw I, none of that I, stuff in, yeah. The time I didn't mean it that way. When I go out there, my subconscious objective is to get him to see me as a real man. The other okay, objective is... He doesn't, he doesn't care about that, so don't worry about it. But the, 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 the objective is to yeah, get... The object is not for him to see you. The object is for you to go... Here's the only reason why you want to go to Ottawa. The only reason is to um, is to find out the names of his immediate supervisor and his manager. There's no other reason. Okay. That's the only reason yep. you're there. You're not there for nothing more than you got to put your spy, your Sherlock Holmes hat on. Okay. Yeah. And and all the only thing you're there for is uh, you know you got to meet the guy. And maybe, uh, maybe uh, you know, if you go to his desk, you might be walking by his super his supervisor, and you take a notice and see if he can grab his card, you know, or you see his yeah. manager, and maybe you can get, grab a manager's card, or you you know stuff like that. That's the only reason that you would go is only to find out the names of the people of the man of the of the different man men that are. Uh, that you know that 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 you can go after, yeah. but you can't go after the, uh, the CRA. They're 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 a piece of uh, chicken shit, you know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that would be my I guess uh, the the next. So once I got that information, what's the next steps that I do? Once I have that. Well, okay. Name. Well, no, that's your very first thing is uh, is get the names. Yeah. Now, uh, because you see, you you uh, it's not a good idea. To start sending out uh, 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 lawful notices until you got the names of everybody. If you can't get the names of everybody, don't bother sending any kind of letters that you're a man, that you are in control of your life, and and that you don't believe in. You know they're illegal. No, no, you don't want to get into that. Not until you find out the man and the men. That's the two or three people you need. You need uh, if you can get three, that'd be great. Uh, the, the the one guy, his supervisor, and maybe his manager. You can get three. That's good. If you can get two, two is fine. So okay, once I have them, what's my objective? Once I have those. Okay, those now names? once once you have them, then uh, you you get them. You get uh, you get. Uh, 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 Kevin Scott, you know, to send you a letter stating that what it is that you, you, you know, asking him in a very nice way. You have to remember now, everything is all done kind of like you're Sherlock Holmes. Uh, you know, yeah. Kevin, uh, you know, I really don't understand all the things I got to do. I'm just kind of paraphrasing with you here, okay, uh, Robert? Uh, I, I really don't understand uh, everything that... Can you do me a big favor? Uh, you know, I, I don't understand some of this stuff, but can you send me uh, some kind of a, a memo or email me or write me a letter uh, step by step uh, so I can do everything properly? That's you know yeah. you got to play like you're the dummy, you know. Yeah. And so now you want a letter from him. You want him to give you an order. Yeah. Okay. 
And in order for him to give you an order, you, you're asking him, because he won't give you an order. You say, look, I want you to put that order in writing. He'll, you know, he'll, he'll, you know, you, you're, you'll be, <laughs> you'll be uh, shaking him up. He's gonna say, yeah. "Oh, this guy's, uh, you know, is trying to rook me." No, no, you, yeah. you got to talk to him nicely and say, "You know, Kevin, uh, can you do me a favor? I, I'm going to try and do this on my own. I can't afford to uh, go to an accountant. I can't afford to go any chartered accountants. I got to do this on my own." And I'm going to try and do it on my own. Can you send me some kind of uh, uh, direction or whatever it is, uh, uh, some kind of uh, notation so that I could do it properly? Because I've never done this before. So can you tell me exactly what it is that you want? And then get him to send you a a, a letter, uh, preferably a letter. You don't want an email. Yeah. An email, an email is 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 not. Uh, uh, yeah, no. I, I sent you an email a minute ago, uh, but uh, no, you don't want an email. Absolutely not. You want yeah. him to send you an actual letter, because if you have to take him to court, you need that piece of paper. Yeah. You need that piece of paper to show the judge. So that's what you need. You got to get him to. Uh, to send you some kind of uh, a letter, a statement of uh, procedures, A, B, C, D. This is what I want you to do. I want you to do my your your 19, uh, was it 2013? You want your 2014? You want your 2012 income tax? And uh, and also get him to put down what it is that you want on the income tax. Because you're going to be filling out the income tax your own, and what it is that you got to do, you know. So, so anyways, you need something on paper where he's giving you the orders, and also, can you tell him to put down exactly, you know, how much money uh, you supposedly owe? Because I want to know how much I owe, so that when I do my income tax, I want to make sure that I get a discount. You know, I, I get all my expenses put in or whatever. So uh, you following what you you following what I'm getting at? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay, so th- th- your first job is to become a sleuth. And a very nice sleuth, very very cooperative, extremely yeah. joyful and friendly, like you are uh, Kevin's best friend and that you're going to abide by everything he says to you. Yeah. Okay, and but you want everything yeah. in writing. Okay, try to get him to write all these things down and tell him to send them to you, to your home yeah. address. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, so basically, my my first thing is going to be a uh, a call to Kevin. I already have got in my mind what I'm going to talk to him and see that I can get a supervisor's name. Uh, then basically yes, that's, that's, that's very, very important. You can't go forward until you get the supervisor's name. Yeah. So, okay. Um, then, go ahead. Yeah, and then, then the next step is, uh, you know, I'd say I kind of parallel also working with Kevin to 
figure out how I'm actually going to do my taxes, what is the requirements of, uh, of him to me, uh, how do I do certain things, what are the forms, what is income, what is expenses. Uh, yeah, that's a very good thing that I can gather all that information. Yeah, you want you want him to give you orders. Yeah. Because as a man, he cannot give another man orders. He is going no. to be in shit right up to his eyeballs, okay, because you want orders from him. Now, it doesn't have yeah. to be in the word that they, you know, he doesn't have to say the word. This is an order. I want uh, Robert to do this. I order you to do that. No, he, you just want him uh, to to give you a list of things that he wants. Yeah. And because no man has any jurisdiction over another man, and he cannot give you that. So now he just stepped in, quick, in quicksand. But you got to yeah. have proof. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, um, Okay, so uh, there's uh, now you know what to do, uh, Kevin. Is uh, you should have my uh, my email, and you can correspond with me uh, throughout. Uh, I'll, I'll work with you if you want. Okay, again, yeah, my name's Robert. Just Kevin is the other guy. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, hang on, Kevin. Robert. No, it's Rob. <laughs> okay, so. Um, Kevin's a man of action. You want to email me? I'll give you my email. Uh, sure. Just give me a second. I will have to pull aside here to write okay. it down. I'll, because... I'll, put, I'll put it up on the screen. How's that? Um, yeah, let me see that I can switch to the screen. Oh, oh you're in uh, TalkShoe? Yeah. Um, I... I can't uh, see there right now. I'm on my mobile and I I'm dialed in by Skype, and I'm not in the chat room. So it's no problem. I'm gonna find a spot here. There's a gas station right here. I'm gonna pull over and I'm gonna grab a piece of pen and paper. Okay. Yeah. You. Uh, yeah. You do that, and I'll okay. give you my uh, my email, and uh, you can correspond with me because uh, I'm gonna be going after them. I already have an idea how to go after them. And uh, but I'm I'm not in the uh, uh, when I go after them it's going to be like for mega mega bucks you know. Okay, so uh, what's email address? Yeah, my email is Sam S A M. Yeah. Uh, my last name is Shirelli C H I A R E L L I. One one like eleven. Yeah. At gmail dot com. Okay, so I repeat, it's Sam S A M. Uh, and then I'm gonna spell it out. So it's Charlie Hotel, India, Alpha Romeo, Bravo Lima Lima India. Okay, uh, yeah, is you, you that C-H-I-A-R-E-L-L-I? Uh, e, so it's echo, so it's an E, not a B. Yeah, E as in echo, E-L-L-I. Okay. 
Okay, Shirley. Okay, I, I've got that down. Yeah, one and, one. Uh, is that one one? Yeah, one one at gmail dot com. Yeah. Okay. What to do is, uh, you know, send me uh, uh, an email, and then uh, I'll correspond with you uh, an email, and uh, I'll help you. Uh, you know, as far as I can, what I can do to help you to uh, get rid of the CRA for you. Okay. And uh, Sam, I can give you my email address so you know when it comes in that it's me. Okay, yeah, go ahead, Robert. It is R. Hausner, R-H-A-U-S-N-E-R, at... Okay, hang on, it's R-H-A-U-S-N-E-R. Okay, is there a double S? Nope, single S. Okay, it's S-E-N... N-E, Hausner. Oh, oh, N-E, I'm sorry. That's okay. Okay, Hous, R-H-A-N, jeez, I can't even read my own writing here. H-R-H-A-U-S-N-E-R. At? At? Vision, V-I-S-I-O-N. E-A. Patient, did you say? Vision, like 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 sight, like vision. Oh, vision. Vision, yeah. W i s o n. I o n. V i v i s o n. I n so v i s i o n vision. I v okay v i s i o n okay I got you. Yeah, and the number nine. Number nine. Dot ca. Dot ca. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, okay. So it's. Let me spell it again. It's R H A U S N E R. At vision nine. Yeah. Ca. Correct. Okay. And. Um, Okay, yeah, no, that's great, uh, Robert. Uh, I'll, I'll work with you because I'm going to have, uh, uh, you know, not right now, but I, uh, I've, uh, I've already studied uh, uh, Carl Lentz's material. I got like close to 1,200 pages of written notes. That's a lot of pages. I got about 1,200 pages of written notes that I've uh, copied from his audios. And uh, he's got a lot of good information on there on income tax people and how to get rid of them. So, uh, now, your, your first thing, you can't do anything. Like, one of the things uh, that he said in uh, uh, some, of his, uh, some of his audios is that uh, in the beginning, when you're dealing with the CRA, you have to put on your Sherlock Holmes hat on, and you have to be really, really nice and, and always agree with them and you're always acting like you're really innocent and you're you're abiding by the rules and and you're just and then you're going to be asking them questions that will get them uh to stick in the quicksand. Yeah. 
So that's uh, now. Uh, so that's really great. Uh, any other problems you got? No, that's the only big one. Once I uh, can deal with them amicably, amicably um, I think I'm going to be in good shape for the rest of uh, my remaining God-given life. You you hit it right on the head. For the rest of your God-given life, you, you'll never have them bothering you ever again. Carl Lentz, uh, yeah, he, uh he's never paid any income tax uh, all his life. So why yeah. should you and why should uh, anybody, you know? So, well then, Sam, I do want to thank you so much for your time. And uh, I apologize, I didn't catch uh, the, the woman's name. Sonia, really she's, number, she's the number one common law woman in all of, in all of uh, Canada. Uh, so, Tanya, I want to say thank you to you, too, for putting on this phone call today. Yeah, wh- where is she? <laughs> oh, that's okay. She, she must have, uh, she must have, uh, oh, she, I think she's on, uh, I think she's just typing up some stuff on, uh, she's working on the chat. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know what to do is uh, see see how you can, uh, you know, that's number one thing you really got to do. Uh, has, has no one ever mentioned that to you? Have you not uh, heard Carl Lentz talk about this is what you got to do, what I mentioned to you? Uh, well, yes, with, I mean, that's why I've, I've got the name of Kevin and I've got the um, uh, his signature. I, I also know from from where listeners recall is that you want to go up the chain and just basically say you need to kind of keep your uh, who who's who's training you who's supervising you because you need to keep these people under control because they're out there wreaking havoc. So you need well, to you know what you're. Oh, yeah. okay. So, but uh, now I'm basically verifying uh, what you already know, right? You got to get the name of the supervisor, manager, and so on. Uh, you know, uh, in a nice way. Um, what, now the what, you, what you're verifying and what I need is to be able to refresh, to work with somebody, to get this down. Because I just, when it comes to putting pen to paper or talking, I kind of get a brain freeze. And then it's but being able to uh, correspond with other people, talk to other people. It, it, it frees up the, all the things that I've heard, that I've listened, that I've written down. I go, oh, yes, that's what I should do. Or, yeah, I can do this plus calls. Yeah, exactly. This. Exactly. So that's, why I, that's why I mentioned to you, I give you my uh, my email so you can correspond with me directly. And because uh, I'm going to have, I'm going to go after them. They're They're not coming after me right now. But uh, I, I'm figuring about it's going to be about anywhere from a year to two years before they come after me. And uh, oh, yeah. by that time, I'll be as good in common law as Carl Lentz. Well, it sounds you're on definitely the way. So, so. but, uh, you know, right now, now, uh, you already got some letters from the uh, the CRA, right? Yeah. 
Now, these letters that you have, are, do they sound like orders? Well, they tell me that I'm required to do this, and if I don't do what they ask, then I will be assessed, and there will be fines and penalties for me if I don't do as I'm required to. Ah, okay, you already got them. You already, beautiful. Uh, You want those letters. You want as many as you can. Uh, So that's good. You got some already. Uh, So uh, see if you can get a few more, and uh, and in the same time, if you can get the name of the supervisor he's got. Uh, now, the supervisor, you don't have to go after him in the beginning. Um, no. You just need his name because uh, after, uh, you're going to be chasing him uh, later. Yeah. If, you, if you have to. You know, you've got to have somebody else in there that, uh, that basically is that he's a supervisor and he has not trained his employees to work under, uh, you know, the proper manners, and uh, and that he is liable now because he's never trained his employees to act uh, lawfully. Yes, Therefore, he is liable. Yeah. Well, when so I that's why you need his name, and uh, then you can go after both of them. Uh, and then uh, once you get that, the next thing you got to do is to send. Basically, send your first letter to them. Oh, I'll help you make a letter, and and then also we can pass it on to some other guys to see whether or not you know anybody else would have any ideas to write your first notice to them. You you should you got to write out about three uh, about three three or four letters to them. Once you got everybody's name, and uh, and then once you once you've done that. You've done. The, you, you basically uh, uh, have covered your 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 end as far as a, a future uh, claim is concerned. Yeah. That's that's definitely good. So um, I'm going to be losing cell reception here shortly because uh, I live in the middle of nowhere, and uh, I. Looking forward to uh, working together and uh, see that we can both build something up that also hopefully you can use later on. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, you'll be helping me out. <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah. uh, Robert, what do I do now? Uh, I, I I don't mind jumping off the bridge without looking where I'm landing. It's yeah. going to be okay somehow. You're you're uh, you're gonna go into the forest uh, with your with your sword with your with your hatchet. I'm gonna be right behind you. No, it's more I'm going in, in, into the forest with bacon wrapped around me. That's more like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. But hey, uh, well, what's what's life for for not with the excitement? So. Okay, I, I wish you good luck, and uh, I'll, I'll be in touch with you. For sure. And um, I can also give you my, my cell number. You can do that with... Uh, uh, you email. can do that on the, on the email. Yeah. So hopefully I got it down correct. And if you don't hear from me, I'm going to send you the email most probably in an hour or two. If you don't hear from me, then I must have gotten your email address incorrect. And then just email me. Okay, that sounds fair enough. And if uh, 
And if we both both lost each other, you can always come on the show again next Friday. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because uh, we're on every Friday here. Are you in, in the common law group uh, uh, on Skype? Uh, yeah, I'm on there somewhere. I don't know where I am. So I can just see if I can. Uh, what's your Skype handle? Uh, you know what? I haven't been on Skype for a few months. Um, I forgot my Skype handle. <laughs> I think it's just well, my name. I think it's okay. just my name. Okay, well, I'm, I can do that too, see if I can find you on Skype. Yeah, my, uh, my my Skype handle is Sam Shirelli 11 Okay. Well, Sam, thank you. I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, no pleasure, and uh, we'll, we'll have some fun. Oh, for sure. Okay, thank okay. you so much. Yeah, uh, good to everyone. Yeah. Okay, bye. Yeah, okay, bye-bye. So, Sonia, are you still there? What happened to Sonia?
Okay, guys. Uh, the Tanya's um, phone is down for a couple minutes. She just uh, typed it up on the chat. <laughs> My phone is down for a couple of minutes. Well, it's down. I guess you can pick it up. That's the whole idea. You can't talk, you know, unless you pick up the phone if it's down. I got the phone up. Now, if I had it down, I probably wouldn't be able to talk either. Anyways, crazy. So, um, we got Eric on, and uh, he's typing out in the chat, going crazy. Um... Yeah, guest number three. Oops, uh, that's me. Guest number three. Uh, we got guest number six. Um, and uh, hi to guest number six. Welcome to the number one show in Canada. And Eric is just going crazy here on the chat. Hold him accountable for administering property without consent. Yeah, that's good. Um, who are you holding? I'd like to know. Uh, guest number six is David. Welcome, David, to the number one show in all of Canada. Common law is our name of the game. And uh, the show, uh, Carl Lentz wishes that he was on. So, uh, number six, uh, you had a victory in court. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Best news I heard in a long time. Thanks for the welcome. And here to share our victory in court. Whoa. So, uh, what happened? Get sick. David. So, um, okay, so you have a listen to this. Okay, hang on. Put it on. Download. I'm not sure how this works here. Create an account. Um, Michelle and God versus Dennis. We is to down. Is to my drop box. I want to download this. How does it work to listen to it? Hmm. I'm not sure how this works. I don't download anything on my computer. If I download it, I don't know how to get to it. <laughs> I'm all I'm all thumbs on my computer here. So, uh, well, anyways, maybe I'll find out. So that's good. And uh, let's see here. Uh, Back on uh, what happened here? 
lose my uh oh jeez. Where? Uh, working on my computer here. Did not complete. You have signed out. Due to an activity. Due to an activity. Oh, gee, that's sign back in. Got your username. Okay, let's see. I forgot my username. Send password and email. Email. Okay, that's what I'll do. I'll get my username back. Okay, let's try it again. Okay. Okay, so I'm waiting here. I can get my... I'll have to wait uh, to get my password. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll do that. Send password and email evaluation link. Okay, to the email, I did that. I send, I did that. Okay, did you email address change? No. Okay, so it looks like we're all set here. Waiting for my... Uh, a new password. We've been on here in a long time. And uh, yes, uh, Carl Lentz had a really good show. He was being interviewed by Angela Stark on um, November the 12th, 
uh, Thursday, last Thursday, and he was on for uh, three hours and 28 minutes. He only wanted to go on for about an hour. Somehow or other, Angelo kept asking him questions, and the guests kept asking him questions, and he was on for three hours and 28 minutes. So he was, uh, he had some really interesting information. Uh, some of the information had to do with uh, a lady that uh, was having a problem with the CRS, or not the CRS, the uh, Canadian Public Child Care, whatever they're called there in, uh, in Washington. Uh, they basically kidnapped her two children it was uh, like a, a four or five-year-old and a baby, and uh, and they're going to adopt the baby out. And uh, her only crime uh, that she uh, supposedly did was that she uh, she was a professional uh, woman, a black woman, a professional type. Uh, according to Carl, she got a nice home around a five hundred thousand dollar home, which is pretty good. Washington. She had a really good job. Uh, I think she was a single parent, I think. And uh, she was just dropping off her uh, four or five-year-old to kindergarten. And uh, so she, you know, rather than take both of the kids out of the car, she kept the baby strapped in the back seat while he, while she walked to the front door and to drop uh, her uh, her uh, five-year-old son to go to kindergarten. And then when she came back, there was some woman that said, you left your baby in the car. And uh, it was, so what? Uh, you know, there was, she just went a few steps to go to drop off her child to the front door. But anyways, this, this woman called the, the children's aid. And uh, and then uh, the children's aide raided her and uh, kidnapped her two children, all because of the stupid woman that squealed on her, that uh, thought that she committed a mortal sin uh, by leaving her uh, baby in the back seat uh, for uh, for about a minute or two, you know. So, but anyway, the CRA is getting in everybody's face. So uh, she was studying a little bit of uh, common law uh, in Carl's uh, audios, uh, but she was having a, uh, a problem with the uh, the court clerks. They weren't accepting her claims. They were throwing out her uh, uh, her claims, her notices. They and uh, she basically was having a really hard time getting into court. So uh, Carl Lentz uh, felt sorry for her, and uh, he drove all the way to Washington, to wherever he lives, and talked to the lady uh, at a Tim Hortons. I met her at a Tim Hortons there, and uh, uh, and then he wrote down on a napkin. Uh, one or two sentences and, and told her that this is what she had to do. And then she also had to go to the governor of the state and uh, ask him for his help and get his business card or whatever. 
and then go to the attorney general's office and ask for his help and get his business card. And then went to the uh, court clerks. Uh, I'm not sure what they're called. The attorney generals for the court clerk or the head person, the state for the, all the court clerks. And also went to the sheriff, uh, the head uh, police captain or whatever his, his position is, and get his business card. And then uh, he, uh, Carl, showed the girl, lady, uh, the woman, uh, how to write up a claim. And now, uh, uh, at the moment, she's the first uh, w- w- black woman in America, according to Carl, first black woman in uh, American history to uh, basically file a claim against all those people. So uh, Carl is looking forward to the battle uh, with the governor, attorney generals, and so on. And uh, so, but anyways, uh, he just filed that claim uh, just um, this this week. So I guess uh, there'll probably be a few more weeks before they start to realize what uh, what what jam. Uh, the governor is in, and the attorney generals, and all those people are in. They're in a big jam. Carl's got them all uh, <laughs> in cuffed and, and shackled uh, lawfully, and they can't get out of it. So it all depends on, uh, on which way the uh, this woman wants to go uh, as far as uh, filing a claim goes. That'll be interesting to follow, won't it? To follow Carl, that'll be interesting to follow. Yeah, did you hear my little pitch? Which one, Sam? I was off the phone for a bit. I gave the phone to Ren, which I I shouldn't even answer the phone. I had to give the phone over to Ren for a few minutes, and of course it's longer than I expected. Sorry. But oh, no, I'm going to quit, quit answering the phone so I can hear what's going on here, but, uh... Yeah, no, not a problem. Yeah. Uh, thing is, I, uh, I got knocked off of the, uh, chat. Yeah, I see that. And I don't know how I got knocked off. I think uh, it said that I, uh, I, I didn't, I don't know what I did. It said that I didn't participate in enough time. Time has run out. Uh-huh. Well, well, maybe, so I thought, okay, well, what I'll do is I'll I'll go back on and uh, and ask for uh, talk show to resend me my new uh, password. So I uh, I filled out the uh, box where it says, you know, did you forget your password? And I said yes, and I put down my uh, email, so they're going to email me oh, yeah. my new password. Okay, it'd be nice to get back on the chat because um, Guest 6 was on here and he was um, telling us that uh, uh, he wanted to share um, a success in court um, with his wife. So he put in a a link where we could uh, listen actually to um, this court case. So it should be interesting. Um, And he was going to try and call him, but he hasn't been able to yet. He actually just went off also, so maybe he's having trouble too. But he gave us his email that if we wanted to get this link uh, with with regards to his court case. So we've got his email on here where we can request 
um, this link if we can't, you know, hook up with the one that he put here in the chat. So anyway, it's been kind of interesting here on the chat board too. So like I said, he's went off, but I don't know whether it be te technically or what, you know, you don't know when people... <clears throat> okay, so get this clear. Um, he's uh, He's got a 46-minute uh, audio. Is that what you're saying? Well, I don't know if it's 46 minutes. I'll have to go back here into the chat. I'm not sure how long it is. No, no, I uh, I punched the thing in and I and I got it up on my uh, I got it up on my screen here, and it's got uh, Michelle and God versus Dennis Lee. Dot W A V 46 minutes. It says on here I can download it. But I never download anything on my computer because if I download anything, I don't know how to get it. Oh. So you know, I, I I thought maybe it would have just one of those things where you push to listen, you know. And I thought, you know, well, I'll, I'll push to listen to it, but I'm not going to download anything. Yeah. So, well, but anyways, what I'll do is I'll come back on. Uh, on to the, um, uh, gee, let me see here, where are we? I'm going to come on to your show again. Where is your show? <laughs> Technology. <laughs> I, I, I got, I got uh, up on the screen here, I got um, uh, Mike Miller's uh, Common Law Community, I got that up as a tab. I was just going to go on his. Uh, actually, I did go on his uh, his uh, you know his, uh, his show thing here just to see what he's been doing. And I noticed Mike has been busy. He's uh, he had a show on uh, Monday for uh, three four hours, just about three hours fifty two minutes. And he had one the week before and the week before, so he's pretty busy. Mm -hmm. But good for Mike. Congratulations, Mike. God bless you. Nobody else will. <laughs> well, maybe if you, <laughs> if you if you go right out, Sam, maybe if you hang up and go right out, um, you can start over and just come back into my talk show and then call in maybe, or you can try to refresh your page, but I don't think you can refresh these talk show pages here. Uh, I can't see a refresh on them. So, Hello? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure which is best for you. I uh, know I can just come on uh, here. Hang on, hang on. I'm going to uh, see if I can stay on and still come on. Yeah, whatever. Okay, so is, is this your show here? It says Ontario, Canada, Common Law. Yeah. Is this your show? Yeah. The number one show in all of Canada. That is. It says here, number one in Ontario, number one in Canada, Common Law. Holy <laughs> oh, mackerel. Okay, I'm going to push that button and see if I can get your... Okay, here we go. So, um, I'll join in. And it says here, join in as a guest. Okay, so I join in as a guest. And uh, here I am. Am guest I on? Seven. So, you're guest seven. How did you know? Because you just popped up <laughs> as you were speaking. <laughs> I'm learning... I'm learning. Uh, Eric's number 77, and I'm guest 7. There you go. Seven, you're, seven, you're, seven. Uh, you're lucky number 7. 
Yeah. So we got the number one show in all of Canada. <laughs> oh, yes, now, that, now that we said that, we can all hang up. Okay, I'll see you later. Goodbye. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, guest six has got some information here that we can we can check out. We can take uh, links. Like we okay, can. Just, uh, you, yeah, guest six. Where's guest six? I thought you said you had guest six. We up did here. have guest six, but he, I don't know if he dropped out or just just left or what happened. But anyway, he left some links up here for us. Okay, so that uh, we can... you know what? Why don't you um, why don't you email me? His because you know I don't have that on the chat. You know, because oh, when I come right. on brand new, all the old chat gets erased. Right. Okay. Well, I'll email this stuff to you then, Sam. Can you email that to me right now? I can. It'll take me a second to get there, but I can do second. that. That's, yep. that's, too, that's too long. Okay. Well, I'm not that fast. i got so many things on the go here. <laughs> One second. Thank God. One second, yeah. Forever. We, we might be fast, but it doesn't mean technology's not as fast as we want it to be. Okay. I'll get into my mail here and... Anyway, I don't know. Uh, maybe while while I'm playing here and doing this, then Sam. Um, <laughs> maybe you can think of something to chat about. Does anybody want to uh, chat about? Well, I um, uh, let's see. Well, you know, I already got everything down. So whatever it is uh, you want to talk about, uh, this is a common law show, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to be common about this. I asked my lawyer, you know, this is uh, one of my lawyers I've, I've been dealing with in regards to my lawsuit against the hospital, you know. Well, this, this was about... before you were learning common law, eh? Uh, yeah, no, I was uh, kind of in the middle there uh, about a year or two ago. And I remember I was in his office, and uh, the lawyer that I had, and uh, he was a young guy. Uh, he was around 35, 38 years old, something around there. He was, I wanted to slap him in the head because he, he, he seemed very sarcastic to me, you know. Uh, in fact, I came close to slapping him in the head, you know. But uh, but anyways, uh, I, I mentioned to him, I said, well, I said, I don't know whether you know or not. I thought I mentioned to you, I am studying some common law on my own. He says, oh, yeah, yeah. He says, I studied common law. He says, well, he says, everything we do is common law. And I thought, what an asshole. <laughs> everything he does is common law. Did we lose you again, Sam? Yeah, what's that? Oh, I thought we lost you again. Yeah, no, I uh, he uh, he insinuated that uh, he took up common law, you know, and uh, I guess the common law that he took up obviously was the, uh, the 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 word common in his vocabulary meant that uh, what everybody in Canada was doing. Oh, it's common, popular, you know. In other words, popular, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and I thought, what an asshole he was. I thought, you know what? I got to get rid of this guy. So uh, anyway, I stopped uh, negotiating uh, with the uh, with that uh, uh, with that lawyer. 
Uh, I've been working with that lawyer for, uh, oh, geez, I don't know, six, seven, eight years in my lawsuit against the hospital, you know. It's a malpractice suit, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I thought, you know, they finally come to the conclusion after seven years and, uh, you know, the amount of uh, uh, compensation that they were able to to put together after seven years or eight years. Uh, the, the lawsuit actually was a 17-year-old lawsuit. Uh, just at this, but we had like, I don't know how many lawyers we had fighting this suit uh, altogether, uh, probably half a dozen. We had a half a dozen lawyers fighting on this suit. Uh, it just happened that this past lawyer was the one that we had the, the longest. And I think uh, he was with us for about seven years. Uh, uh, seven, number seven again. Whoa. So, uh, and, uh, but then they came to a conclusion. They finally got it through. You know, we got, it came to the end, uh, at least uh, an accept, uh, whether we accept the compensation package. The compensation package was so friggin' low that the only person that was going to make any money was the lawyer. So yeah. I, I told I told my wife, I said, you know what? I said, we waited 17 years for these lawyers to make some money, and we don't make anything out of the, uh, you know, the the, the wrongdoing that the, uh, the hospital did to us as a family, you know? And I thought, you know what? I think I can handle this case on my own. Um, now that I'm learning common law, and uh, so uh, I uh, I told the uh, I told the uh, uh, the lawyer I said look I said you know what you've got is unacceptable to us. Okay, so we basically don't want to communicate with you anymore. That was basically the bottom line. So uh, we stopped communicating with them. Mm-hmm. So then uh, what they did was they started communicating with uh, one of my uh, uh, my sister-in-law uh, because my sister-in-law kind of helps out quite a bit, helps my wife out a lot. And so they uh, they enjoyed communicating with my sister-in-law because she uh, she's very patient and she listens to them. And uh, so uh, now because my wife ended up in the hospital, uh, in the summertime, supposedly it re- revitalized the case. It revi- supposedly revitalized the case. This is what uh, the lawyers were were uh, telling my wife. Well, because you ended up in the hospital 17 years later, uh, your lawsuit against the hospital uh, can now be proven that you do have a, uh, a problem. So just recently, about a few days ago, uh, the lawyers got back to my sister-in-law and said, look, uh, we want uh, myself and my wife to sign the papers and accept the agreement. And the agreement is the same as they had for the last uh, year or two. So I told my sister-in-law, I said, send them a letter telling them that you're off the case, that you don't want to deal with them ever again. You don't want them to call you, phone you, email you. That for them, if they want to negotiate anything, they have to talk, contact me and give them my phone number, you know? 
So that was about, uh, I don't know, maybe about two weeks ago. I still haven't heard from them. Hmm. So uh, anyways, uh, it looks like down the road, I don't know when, but down the road, uh, once I get a little more proficient in uh, what, uh, you know, Carl Lentz's uh, common law, I'm hoping to take on that case. Uh, I understand that uh, from Carl Lentz, has talked about malpractice very briefly, and he said that it's just about impossible to use common law in a malpractice suit. Did you know that, Sonia? Um, no, but when I think about it, basically it, it has to, you know, it, it needs to be someone who's making a claim against you, and then you, you know, they have to, the onus is, is on them to prove, you know, basically that you know, whatever their claim is against you is true and verifiable. So, but it, I don't know anything about, I don't know how you do a male practice suit, you know, I, 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 unless you've been harmed, you know, like if somebody, you know, ran you over with their vehicle and, and wrecked your leg and you can't walk for the rest of your life, well, they've done you harm. But a male practice suit, I, you know, I, I don't know, but unless, you know, we'd have to hear the case, Sam, you know. Yeah, man, as, like Whoa. Eric says here, like a man acting as a doctor. If a doctor, you know, um, did something to you and, and, and harmed you, but usually you sign, you know, you you sign consent if anything happens. Um, you know, he's not held liable. So yeah, it's hard hard to, you know, to claim something against a, a man when you've consented to, yes. you know, taking and, risk. And, uh, and the main doctor, like you know, just to end this conversation. Uh, the main doctor uh, that's involved in this case, because it's 17 years later, uh, the one that caused the problem died. He's dead. Like the, in our lawsuit, there's uh, how many doctors are in the lawsuit? There's one, two, I think there's two or three. Now the one, the one doctor uh, is dead. <laughs> so. Well, I you can do there. How do you take against someone who's already dead? You know. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. So, anyways, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, as you and I know in common law, nothing. Uh, uh, you know, there is no uh, time limit to sue anybody or put a claim in. You know. Yeah. No statute of limitations. No statute of limitations. Law. So I, I'm in no hurry. You know. Yeah. Things been going on for 17 years. I know I'm going to live to be 150. But I got a long time to go after those suckers, <laughs> dead or alive. I'm still going to go after them. Uh, you're determined, Sam. I don't give you that. <laughs> oh, I'm going after them, the dead one as well as the other ones. The other one is retired. The other doctor is retired now. You know, and she doesn't want nothing to do with anything. She don't care. You know, she and she doesn't even live in the, in the same pro- Ontario. She lives way out of some other province. You know, out the boonies somewhere. Well, if you've got some some claims to make, you best do it while while men or women are alive. You know. Well, these cases that you, you, know, you, you might figure you're gonna you might figure you're gonna live to be 150 50 years old, but not all of us are. 
Well, you know, Carl says that you can sue their uh, children and their grandchildren. I guess, uh, you know, it looks like I'm going to have fun. Well, really, you know, could, you know, morally, you know, would you want to do that, you know? Of course. Are you kidding me? Unless they, you know, had money galore and they, I, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I could do something like that, but. No, I, I won't do it, you know. <laughs> I, I'm just joking you. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, like, from, I'm really discouraged in the sense that uh, what I've learned about common law, to go into a malpractice suit using common law, uh, I'm sure there's a way to do it. Well, the problem is. I think you got to talk to Carl on a one-to-one basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think maybe he might figure out a way to do it. But, uh, but generally speaking, it's... Uh, it's just about impossible. Well, you know, they, these men and women shouldn't get away with a lot of things that they do do, you know, because they're these, a lot of these men and women that act as doctors and, and surgeons and everything else, you know, are really taking people's lives into their hands and should be held, reli- or should be held liable for, for mistakes that they make. You know, if we make a mistake, we want to stay in honor and we want to compensate you know, because we don't want to do anybody any harm. And that's, and they, you know, in their statute or their, whatever you want to call it, their administrative law, they, they give an oath, like the, like juries and, and or not juries, judges and courts and stuff, you know, they've given oath that they're not supposed to do man or woman harm. So even these so-called doctors, you know, shouldn't be doing people harm and getting away with it. You know, just like, uh, you know, the pharmaceutical people love to... Well, I mean, that's the impression. You know, that's the impression that I've been getting uh, from even from listening to some of Carl's uh, audios where uh, I very briefly once about something, about a lawsuit or something, and, and uh, uh, a medical uh, lawsuit, and he, and he said something on the basis that you know, that's, uh, how do you, you know, you have to bring the man forward and how do you, you know, you got to show proof. Yeah. You got to be a doctor. I, I, I don't know. And then, of course, other people, other uh, uh, students of uh, Carl, uh, Carl Lentz, they basically told me the same thing. That Sam, you don't have a leg to stand on. How do you sue a doctor? Mm. How do you prove or whatever it is to make a claim, you know? And I thought, oh, geez, is it that hard? You know, so, but I, I think there's got to be a loophole. There's got to be some kind of way. Uh, and I think uh, Carl probably knows how to do it. And um, I would oh, have oh. to literally have a one-on-one talk with him someday in the future on it. You know, yeah. But at the moment, uh, my case is going to stay in neutral. Yeah, until you learn more, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, right now, of course. I thought uh, I thought the fact that uh, my wife uh, ended up in the hospital showed that she did uh, receive extreme trauma from the, uh, the situation uh, of her uh, being uh, having that that experience in the hospital, and uh, so yet uh, it looks like it it went off their backs like water off a duck and they come back and said no we're not changing our offer you know so I'm going oh not changing your offer I go okay 
that case, that means my lawyer, the one that I've been using for the last seven years, he's history. And uh, that means he's worked seven years. He's got a bill. He's got a, an amount that, that he says is owing. If he can close this lawsuit, he gets paid. I think it's, I'm not sure, it's around $75,000. Wow. I don't think he's going to see a penny of that $75,000. He's going to be writing it off. We're not agreeing to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other thing is I might get another lawyer. That's another option. Uh, the lawyer that I have is a local lawyer in Hamilton. And uh, I thought, well, maybe we might get a more of a professional lawyer if we go to a bigger city like Toronto. So uh, who may look at these, the whole picture in a different light and uh, have more... Um, more attack and more information on the, uh, on our situation, because basically the only thing that they were arguing, they already admitted. The hospital admitted, the doctors admitted, everybody has admitted uh, through their lawyers that they were at fault. Okay. Now the only problem is, is the compensation package is uh, is, is zero. And, you know, it's such a small amount, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, so, uh, so, Sam, are you thinking of getting a lawyer because you, you're you not sure whether you can do a male practice uh, claim through common law, so you, you feel you have no choice but to get well, a lawyer? Well, you know, before I do get a lawyer, I think I would love to have a one-to-one uh, conversation with uh, Carl Lynn. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now, naturally, I expect to pay Carl because he doesn't work for nothing, and I don't have any. I'm in no hurry. I don't have any money to pay him, anyways. So, um, so at the moment, until I have some extra cash to send or donate or whatever you want to put it to Carl, <laughs> then have a one-on-one conversation with him, whatever length of time it is, and uh, then. Uh, and it'll be worthwhile for me and, and him to come to a conclusion of whether or not I can proceed and sue everybody or whatever you want to call it for the claim um, on my uh, lawsuit. I don't know. I don't know what what kind of information he can possibly give me. I um, I mean, if, I, if I'm working, if I get back to work, I'll be able to... I, I wouldn't mind using Carl. Uh, to help me out on my case and pay him accordingly. Uh, I don't mind that. But I don't have any money to pay him at the moment. I'm just a person living in a cave and living in a in a dungeon, actually. Most like, more, more like a dungeon in the cave. <laughs> hey. Life never promised any of us a rose garden, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I love every second. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, great great to wake up every day, that's for sure. Just to wake up alive, that's way I say. Better than waking up dead. Yeah, I'd like to know how Cheyenne's doing on her property. Uh, she doesn't want to call in, eh? Well, she's she's on uh, she's on computer. Yeah, she's, on, she's been on for, oh, 15 minutes. Yeah. Hi, sister. Yeah, she's been on listening. You and I are the only ones on phone. 
we've had a few guests in and out, and that was nice. And uh, yeah, well, we talked to Robert, and uh, I got his, uh, you know, his uh, email. He's going to correspond with me. You know how Derek corresponded with me? Yep. And uh, we got Derek going. Uh, he's on a roll right now. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he's on the right road. Yeah. But uh, he's on the road uh, compared to where he was, uh, let's say, uh, you know, two months ago, right? Yeah, he's ambitious. He's really giving her a go. He's giving it everything he's got. Yeah, he's really smart. And uh, so he's on a roll right now. He's, uh, you know, he's participating in uh, conversations, and I've talked to him privately. And uh, so we're, we're, we're rolling. Now, this uh, Robert guy here, um, he, uh, he's going to, uh, I told him, I, I mentioned to him, I said, look, Robert, I said, until you, until you get the names of the people, you know, that, uh, that are going to be coming after you, I says, you gotta, you gotta be, uh, a, um, what do you call that detective again? A Columbo. Gotta be like a Columbo, eh? Yeah, or, uh, yeah, you know, you got to be like Columbo. And, uh, and I said, you got to go in there, talk really nice and everything, and, and make sure you get the name of the supervisor or the manager. Now, once you do that, the next step will be to uh, get them to uh, innocently send uh, send uh, CRA to send him a letter of some kind of demand or order or mm-hmm. kind of request, you know. Yeah, get it all down on paper. Get it on paper. Get some paperwork that, uh, you know, that you can chase them on and you could put a claim on them, you know. And yeah. uh, then I said, uh, so until then, I said, uh, um, basically, there's nothing that uh, anybody can do for him. You know, uh, he has to go and do that homework himself, get the name of the supervisor, get them to send him a letter, once he has that both, then now he can correspond with you, with me, with uh, you know, with the common law help, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and then figure out a, a letter to send. Uh, the first I mentioned, though, you got to send about three letters, you know. So we got to send the first letter to let them know that uh, you know that they don't have any jurisdiction, and. Uh, so and then after that, we got to send them a second letter and a third letter, and, and maybe after that, send one to the supervisor. That's why you need the supervisors. Mm-hmm. You know, so that the fourth letter could be to the supervisor, and now you have a, a, a trail of uh, of evidence that you have been uh, communicating with them, and they haven't been communicating with you. And you hey, also Sam. have, yes. Hi, Sam. Hey, Cheyenne. Holy moly. I know. High five. Where the hell you been? Oh, I've been busy. Jeez, you're looking great. What, uh, what are you doing? What do you got makeup well, on? thank you. <laughs> we're on, you we're on the telephone and you got your makeup on. You got lipstick on. Yeah, I see you, you uh, do. Are you going to be a big or what? I see you do have your makeup on. <laughs> you know, I got long hair, you know. I got long hair, too. How long is your hair? 
long? How long? How, how, below your shoulders. How long below your shoulders is it? Uh, probably about. Uh, shoot, I don't know. Four inches. About four inches. Yes. That's not bad. That's that's nice. Uh, mine is about seven, eight, six, seven or eight inches. I, I haven't measured it. I got long hair, and uh, when I wake up in the morning, I, I look I look like an aborigine that just came out of a cave. <laughs> no, Sonia's <laughs> gonna yell at me for interrupting. Hi there, sweetie. No, I'm glad to chat with you. I haven't chatted with you for a while. I've had trouble getting on the shows, and I've had my computer's been down the last few days. I had to have a man come in, come in and fix the Internet. It wasn't my computer. It was the Internet. I've had a rough two weeks, so I haven't been able Shows haven't been working. Things haven't been working. It's been a bad two weeks, and so it's nice to be able to have contact again. Nice to chat with you. I haven't talked with Eric for a long time, and... Um, yeah, you know, nice to get the talk show back up and running and working properly. So, no, it's nice to hear from you, Cheyenne. I'm wondering how you've been doing, too. And Sam was just asking. He was just thinking of you, too. Every, everybody is, you know. So, nice to chat with you. No, you're not interrupting anything. We're just rambling on because we don't have a subject, you know, no particular subject. Well, let's, we, have, a, let's have a subject. We had some earlier, yeah. We had some nice ones earlier we got talking about. Yeah. Um, well, Robert, the uh, the fellow that I was just that was on earlier, you you missed uh, Robert uh, Cheyenne. He came on earlier, and uh, he's been listening to Carl Lentz for the last couple of years. But just like the average person, you know, uh, no no one is uh, is having a hard time. Uh, he's got so much literature out there; it's hard for the average person. He doesn't know exactly what to do, and his problem was with the. Uh, the CRA, the income tax people here in Canada, and he he, he wasn't sure exactly how to proceed to start uh, his uh, his war path, I guess. And so I I was just explaining to uh, Sonia what I mentioned to him over the air. Uh, I got his uh, his email, and uh, and he's got my email, so he's going to correspond with me. But I did mention to him, I said, you've got to get, uh, besides, he's got the uh, the name of the person or the man that is dealing with him directly. Correct. That's, that's all you need. Correct. Well, I'm, I'm that, sorry. I was, that, not, you, I was you, not on. Don't you think you, you need I the was, supervisor's I was, name? I was not on at the beginning of the call. Yeah, this was on the beginning of the call, yeah. Yeah, I was not on one. Were you on? No, I was not. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is at the beginning of the call. He was on for about an hour. Oh, really? Yeah, so uh, we had a real good chit-chat. So he's a Canadian that's going to go after the income tax, uh, organ- uh, you know, the, the chicken shit organ- organization here in Canada. And uh, so he needed some uh, support, and he wants some, uh, you know, some instructions. And how about, uh, so, how about, so we gave it to him. How about going back to um, oh shoot, go back to um, 
Go back to not Coralence. Um, uh, Gus. Go back to Gus's call last time. What, last week? Uh, it would be... Hold on. It would be, I think, 11-12. 11, 12? 11, 13, actually. And Gus's call. Gus's call. Word so nerds, Wordnerds.com. Yeah, no, I got it on my favorite here. What? What? So what happened? Oh, he goes into, actually, it was the, it actually was the call that he went on to Terry's call. Terry? Terry's call? Okay. And he ended up speaking about that? And and basically, it's the same shit. Different day, different month, same thing. Yeah, bring I mean, the man forward. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Corpus Electi. Yep. Tanya. Yes. Corpus Electi. What does that mean? I have no idea. That makes two of us. <laughs> well, we'll learn a new word today. If somebody yes. can give us a definition. Tanya says, yeah, that's it. And I'm going, oh, great. I, I just thought of that word. And she goes, that's great. And I'm thinking, well, you must know the meaning of it. It sounds like a legal legalese to me. I'm an idiot. Delecti, bring the body forward, the dead man. That's that's what it's about. Bring the dead man forward. Bring the dead man forward because everyone yep. in court is basically theoretically dead. Yep. Cor- corpus selecti. Corpus selecti. D. As okay. David. Okay. Selecti. All right. I have to remember that one. I'll try. No, you end up doing your research, Sonia. Mm-hmm. She's got her research. It's me. And I'm supposed to be her encyclopedia. I don't know. I mean, don't ask me. I'm picking on Sonia. That's okay. If I don't know. Okay, I you can take her she on. She knows I love can... her. She knows I love her. Yeah. If I don't know, I ask. I'm not afraid to ask questions. And there's lots of them. So, uh, so get us can, up to date. Can, uh, 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 hello, Sam. She can, she can look that up. Yeah. yeah, she can look it up. I'm not telling her anymore. Where, now, where would we need that word? Why do we need that word? That's a Latin word, and, uh, you know... Okay, just nice to know, eh? Where where would we use that? I would I would look that into um, Black's Law fifth edition. You know, Sonia asked the question: Where would you use that? You'd use that when you're talking to the judge. You'd say to the judge, uh, "You do have uh, corpus delecti here, do you?" 
And the judge I, uh, I would not I would not use that with a judge. No. Oh, uh, who would you use it with? No one. Oh, okay. Yes. It's just a belief. Then uh, yeah. So we don't really need to know that word. We know the meaning of it. We know that fictions are dead dead men or women. Oh my god, it makes you sick. Hey, did you, uh, Cheyenne, did you listen to Carl Lentz's interview with uh, Angela Stark uh, last last Thursday? Yes. Which sucked. Did you find it interesting? No, I did not. I found it interesting. I didn't. Yeah, how come? It sucked. It wasn't what you were interested in. Well, it was it was nothing there. It was about CPS and CPA. Or CPS. Yeah, there was nothing there. Well, he did mention that uh, that girl that he's working with in Washington that uh, he's got her. Uh, he's got the governor, the attorney general, uh, the, the uh, court clerk general, the uh, sheriff. Everybody tied up in the lawsuit now. Well, why doesn't he finish up his case? Uh, he can't finish up his case because Why? Uh, in order for Carl to finish up his case, he has to step foot in Alabama. And if he steps right. foot in Alabama, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, he might as well put a, uh, play Russian roulette because, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the police are, uh, are, are going to charge him. Uh, with some kind of misdemeanor and pull him over. Once they find out it's him driving in Alabama, then claims. they're going to put him right. in jail for the rest of his life. Right, that's what he claims. Right. So he's, uh, you know, so he's got a reason, you know, why not to go into Alabama, and he can't complete his case without going into Alabama. Because the governor of Alabama is a crook. All states are. Yeah, well, some are worse than others. That's, they're all crooks, yeah. All of them are. Yeah. But you're in uh, Pennsylvania, right? Correct. Yeah, and uh, you're in uh, uh, Pittsburgh, are you? Pennsylvania. Yeah, you're in Pennsylvania. What city are you in? Outside of Pottstown. What is it? Outside of Pottstown. Okay. I, uh, what what city is that near? A big city. Philadelphia. Oh, okay. So you're right close to Philadelphia, eh? Right. And uh, but they're all crazy about the Eagles. Oh, they're all crazy about everything. I mean, Philadelphia, my God, they uh, they don't know what the hell's going on in the world. Uh, the only thing they know about is uh, whether the Eagles are going to be playing or losing or what. Yep. Actually, Philadelphia. Actually, I'm sorry, Um, uh, not Philadelphia. Um, 
Pittsburgh is well, actually is actually they're doing more <laughs> what a joke. But they're doing more with the um uh the football. The Steelers. Who's the host here tonight? Tanya. Mm-hmm. Good. Can I get a break in here? Well, I'm sorry. Who's this? I'm uh, known as Roddy K on the uh, on the board. Uh, talk to you. Roddy, I see Sovabana <laughs> Peter. Hi. I just wanted to say, is it open forum, or you get a minute for a comment? Yeah, yeah, certainly. Yeah, I just uh, just sort of listening. I don't know what's uh, what's been said before I got on. I have concerns about the uh, the caller known as Cheyenne. She's uh, been on a couple other shows, and uh, her demeanor seems not so uh, positive. I believe it's almost that she's confused and trying to. Uh, inject some uh, disinformation, in my opinion. She's done the same thing on Mike Miller's call a few weeks ago. I was just wondering where she's coming from with all this uh, downplaying everything or negative behavior. I just wanted to uh, make the, the, uh, let you know that she's, she's uh, has a pattern of this. So you can judge accordingly. Mm-hmm. That's that's about all I got to say. Well, thanks for your opinion. Yeah, we do want to try and keep it on Kamala if we can. If anybody's got anything, you know, that we can talk about, you know, if anybody's got any issues that they want to discuss. Yeah, we love. Hi, Tanya. But uh, I, I listen to a lot of talk she calls and Cheyenne. She may have any. She may be innocent, but she resembles a. See the same pattern of a lot of them. They'll call in with one issue. They'll say I'm real serious and I'm sad and I'm a little, you know, a little lady in distress. Help me out. Then when you try to help them, they always, oh well, this is there's some new information. What about this? I'm just, I'm just concerned. Just to, you know, maybe watch out for it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have a blessed show. I'll continue listening on the, uh, the uh, talk show after. Hey, where are you from? Uh, what's what's your first name, Ron? Yeah, I'm about Roddy K on the forum. Yeah, where 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 are you from, Rodney? Uh, it's Roddy, uh, Roddy Piper, but uh, I'm from from my mother originally, uh, Georgia, and now uh, Oklahoma City. Oh, you're from Georgia? Yeah, state of Georgia there, or Georgia hey. state. Georgia, well, that's uh, that's a good uh, that's a good place to be. No, it's beautiful. It's green, but uh, yeah. What the weather? The weather is always good there, eh, Roddy? It depends on who you're asking. It's about the same uh, everywhere I go because I drive a semi truck, and uh, you know, country's pretty much the same all over until you get to the desert. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's. Hey, are you Canadian? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I'm uh, Canadian. Well, actually, not really. Uh, I'm Italian. For me, I, I like your food. I appreciate you. 
I speak a very good English. I I used to drive uh, for a company. Uh, we'd go to Michigan. To it was Ford Motor Company, and we'd go across the border there in winter. Uh huh. And sometimes I'd drag my way east on the QEW and back into Buffalo. I've been to uh, Kenilworth, Canada. I mean, it's just a gorgeous land up there. Have you been to Toronto? I don't believe I have. Oh, okay. You know where it is? Yeah, it's in Canada, but I just it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's up by the Yukon. I couldn't recall all that. I'm not a nice road tripper. So uh, you're interested in common law, are you, Roddy? Oh yes. Uh, how long have you been listening to Carl Lentz? It's only about a year, but I've uh, probably uh, listened to all like five years of the show. A short amount of time, and just uh, I listen religiously. I'm a little start show too, and I'm trying to get into yeah. uh, Sonia's, uh, Sonia's. So, uh, do you Sonia's have any? Uh, do you have any? Do you have any kind of court problem, or that you want to solve? I'm, I'm kind of working on that myself. Uh, uh, I've used to, you know, listen to a lot of uh, maybe stuff that you talked about, or whatever. You know, people will like you would talk about, and. Uh, yeah. You gotta make you gotta make it your own, you know. You can't walk yeah. and say this guy Carl or Sonia says uh, this is what should be done. You know, they'll, they'll see it coming. You feel it that way. So yeah, so, I got a uh, I got a, uh, a ticket in traffic, and I wasn't traffic anything. So yeah, I've got a notice in, and I'm ready to go uh, meet my accuser if there is one in uh, December. You you got some uh, traffic tickets uh, that you want to beat? Oh, I got I got one uh, traffic ticket, and uh, I'm working on beating it as we speak. So you think you can beat it, or what? Oh, I know I can, but I, I can't predict the future. <laughs> so what? Uh, what? Uh, what? What do you got? Like a speeding ticket, or? No, it was a, tag, a legal tag display. It's like an expired registration, or the stickers are all faded off. Oh, it's got to do with your truck. No, not the semi-truck, my, my, my property. Oh, okay. Uh, so you, you, got a, you got a ticket for, uh, what was it again, uh, Roddy? Illegal tag display. Illegal tag display. Yeah, that's when the stickers, uh, you know, fade off over a couple of years, you know. Oh, okay. You mean the, your license sticker? Yeah, whatever it is in, the, in this Oklahoma area. Yeah, so, uh, and then what, what do you got, like a $150 fine or something? Yeah, close to it, yeah. Plus the uh, little, court, little court fee thing. Yeah, so how, how do you figure you're going to beat it? I want to, uh, well, what they do here is, here's how they manipulate it in this area, and they probably do it in other areas, because uh, what they'll do is when your first appearance, like when the, the man acting as cop, gives you a ticket, it clearly says complaint on the ticket and give you a date to show up. Well, what they don't tell you is when you show up, you're thinking, hey, who's my accuser? They call it an arraignment. That's their system. Yeah. At the arraignment, they ask you how you plead, and you you can do all that. Uh, I'm not here to plead and stuff like that, but in order to face your accuser, if there is one, you got to pay the uh, what they call a bond. 
and then they'll set your court date. So uh, that's what I've got done. So how much is your bond? Total of uh, two hundred and twelve uh, American okay. dollars or U.S. So, Federal Reserve dollars. So you you had to pay two hundred and and ten dollars uh, for a bond in order to save one hundred and fifty bucks. Two hundred and twelve, yeah. You got to get to even take it to court to see who's what's going on. Okay, so you have to pay two now, but you get that money back after you win, right? Yeah, that's what they tell you. If you win, you you get it. If you lose, we keep it. So, yeah, I just want to see who my cues me. It's something simple for me. Two hundred and twelve dollars. You know, you know, that's total with the court cost. Yeah, it's it's so, my personal little experiment I'm doing just to see how the system operates. You know, I could have. Uh, I could have easily gotten a tag and, you know, you know registered oh, my property. You made it look pretty, but uh, this is kind of little there around there. Yeah, I got a question for you, Roddy. Is, uh, you're, you're self-employed, right? Yeah, I just, I just work and get paid. You you uh, you work as an employee or are you, are you uh, your own boss? I don't know. I guess I'm an employee or... Whatever, I just work and get paid then. Yeah, okay. No, the reason I'm asking is that, uh, you know, when you get a ticket and you're uh, a truck driver and you own your own rig, uh, at the end of the year, you can just file it as part of your expenses. Oh, no, I don't get into that either. Uh, no, it was in my property, my, my car. Oh, it was in your car, your property? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm but you can say, but uh, if you're self-employed, you can say you're going, you're on the way to work. Yeah, from point A to point B in my property. Yeah, if I was in a, you know, if I was operating commerce or trafficking something, you, you dang right, I better have permits and stuff. Yeah, so, uh, so you might be able to, you might, you know, if you're self-employed and you got expenses, you might be able to uh, claim it as an expense on your income tax. Uh, of course, uh, if you're paying income tax, now if you know common law, you're not supposed to pay income tax. You know that, eh? Oh no, I quit doing that this years ago. But if you if you want to be a corporation or if you want to get paid federal income, you know that's one thing. But uh, yeah, I got to do this, do that. Forty one dollars a day per diem. I left that crap a long time ago. Yeah, the uh, the only thing is that in the United States. They have draconian laws if you break uh, the income tax law. They, it's the only country in the United Nations that puts people behind bars if they don't pay their income tax. Did you know that? I'm not familiar with all that. I just know I've never been paid federal income. Like my The, the payments that I make are not from a federal source. You know, even though even though I'm not in D.C. or the territories, federal income can go pretty much anywhere if you contract with it. Like, like in the '40s, when Ford Motor Company or whoever you know contracted with the government for the war, you know, they yeah, were receiving they were receiving federal income though. But uh, I don't, I, I've never been paid federal income, so I don't have to. So do you? Uh, don't you file income tax every year? No. Oh, okay. Then, uh, then, you, then you're doing it right. Whatever you're doing. Yeah, if I if I were to do what you're what you what you know following income tax reform the ten forty if you say it would be uh, what's seen on uh, Mr. Hendrickson's uh, page there. I would just declare I had no federal income and it wouldn't be that. 
Oh, okay. Well, that's a good way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about, yeah, 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 about earnings, you know. You know, you pay me, you know, because I did something. It's about federal income. That's all it's about. Yeah, uh, have you been on this show? Uh, have you been on uh, Sonia's show before? No, I just said it briefly on the forum, on the uh, on the chat. Oh, okay. So you've been on here once before, have you? Yeah, the chat. Yeah, on the computer. On the chat part. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Roddy, I'm sorry, but I I can't hear you very well. You're very, you're very quiet. You're very quiet. He's, uh, he's driving a truck. Oh, he's driving. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if there's an audio issue or not. I normally have my headset on, but I have uh, I have the, uh, the the phone service that starts with an S here. In, uh, that's better. That's, that's yeah. better. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm really not sure I did anything, but as long as it's working good. Oh, thank you. No, that's better. Thank you, Sonia. Okay. But um, uh, I... I'll, I'll leave you guys. I appreciate the uh, the guy inquiring about my uh, occupation. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, you know, we thought maybe you, you're the governor of Georgia. You know, we don't know. <laughs> if I was the governor of Georgia, I would be assassinated. You know, I thought maybe you were a spy or something, Roddy, you know? No. If I was a governor of one of those public servants or officials, first thing I would say in public, I'd get the news media, and I would say the legalese society, Occupying the public courts ends today, and I, I would I would probably be shot. You know, no, you know what the funny thing is. Uh, once, uh, listen to this, uh, Roddy. You know, I believe, okay, strongly that once you know common law as well as Carl Lentz, or just you know, uh, you know, uh, as close to what he knows. You'll be able to take the government to court. You can do exactly what you're talking about. Absolutely, and, and, if they've caused you harm, in, harm, injury, or loss. Yes. Yeah, you can take the government to court, and uh, you can file a. You can be the first one to file a, a lawsuit. Uh, you know, uh, in, to the governor of Georgia, and Cheyenne could file a, a lawsuit uh, to the governor of Pennsylvania, and I will cover uh, the lawsuit. Uh, to uh, the Canadian Prime Minister, kick him out. Yes, they cause me harm, injury, or loss. You guarantee it. But uh, you're you're talking about something that uh, I'm having trouble seeing in what I call the common law community. They don't want to delve into the specific technical what they call legalese stuff. If you even bring it up, it is it will be so helpful to them if they would just calm down with all this. Oh, that's that's not common law. If they would just listen. A guy named Howard Griswold discusses this on a lot of shows. You can go back and listen to talk show with Jack Power or whomever. Judges have fiduciary duties. Your public officials have fiduciary duties. They operate under the Constitution, but when you bring it up, oh, that's the Constitution. You didn't write that. No, 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 no. you okay. got to know. First, of all, first yeah. of all, Jack died. Yes, yes, yes. I'm talking about the fiduciary duty that people are scared of. They're scared to recognize that their public officials have duties and obligations. And if they stray from that, they can be held liable. But the common law community is so scared to touch on that. You have to go after them as a person. 
As a man. As a now, man. They act, they act as a person. As a woman. Telling, I guess, in their duties. But what I'm saying is, like, if you take a common law claim in the court, if there's no controversy, or as corpus delecta as the uh, the guy talking mentioned, there's nothing to rule on. And if exactly. They, rule on, if they, they don't rule have on jurisdiction. Period. They, rule they don't on have it, jurisdiction. And if they rule on it, they're held liable. I mean, that's that's in our laws. We the people's laws, not their laws, our laws. Because we, you know, if you if if you read our constitution, it says we the people. Isn't you know. The government is instituted amongst us to secure rights. But if we say, well, that's theirs, then what are we talking about, you know? Don't be afraid to address it and claim it. It's, it uh, again, they have no jurisdiction. Yep, you're right, Shane. And I did not appreciate you cutting me down. Jurisdiction has to do Dude. with the... Uh, Who cut you down? You did. Jurisdiction... How can I cut you? Go ahead, guys. He's talking about me. I wasn't. I wasn't cutting him down. I was just curious. But we're a man talking to a man here. And then. Oh, uh, not you, Sam. Not you, Sam. Jurisdiction is the controversy. If there's no controversy, no one has jurisdiction. Exactly. So then, therefore, there is no case in the courthouse. Yeah, and, and Cheyenne is proof of that. She's won every case so far. And I, I, I wasn't cutting you down. I just noticed a, yes, a pattern. Of, I just noticed a pattern uh, from previous shows as well. It, it, to me, it sounds what's called yeah, belligerent uh, chaotic. You can't, you can't cut Cheyenne down, Roddy. She, uh, she's, uh, she's a tyro. That's that's excellent. I'm I just lion. don't know her demeanor. I don't know her demeanor. <laughs> she knows, she's the only one that uh, can make a lawsuit against anybody on these talk shows. She knows how to do it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't been with her 24-7, so, uh, you know, that's why I kind but, of avoided the But you the have cut me down, sir. You have cut me down. And I don't appreciate that at all. No, I'm sorry. I, you know, I wouldn't. Well... I uh, I I try to respect you know everyone that comes on the calls and and you know I appreciate having um our ever everyone here so I think if we can just kind of give everybody respect and and um, let everybody speak I was enjoying listening to what Roddy had to say you know it's nice to get different opinions and and uh, give men and women the the time to speak without uh, um, you know interruptions and things like that so I think that. You know that would be the best way to do things is allow people to talk without without jumping in and and um, you know I think that's that's one of the biggest issues is and what was a problem in the beginning from these talk shows you'd get five or six or seven men or women talking all at once and all of a sudden it became a debate and it wasn't fun anymore so I think that's the biggest issue is is giving men and women the opportunity to to share their opinions and and we all learn. Um, because I haven't listened to, to Roddy talk before, um, you know, maybe others have, but I haven't, so I'd appreciate it, um, you know, hearing what he has to say in, in his opinion uh, without interruptions or, or in others' opinions, um, unless it's really something that, you know, can be can be added, you know, um, to it. But um, I think that's the biggest issue is 
people jumping in when when others are speaking. I, I think that's that's been the issue. So my phone doesn't have a Roger beep. Uh, do you know what that is? Roger who? Beep. <laughs> no. It's it, it knows about trucking. It uh, can be uh, annoying, but uh, when, when you're talking to us on band radio, it's a little beep that pops, uh, that goes beep when you let off the uh, microphone, so you know when someone's gone. Right. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Roger beep. Roger beep. <laughs> That's one way of telling the person to F off. <laughs> no, it just says I'm done. It's when you let off the button on the microphone. Yeah, no, I I, I know what you mean. I'm just joking. Hey, this is and, an exciting. And I apologize, Sonia, if I jumped in. I apologize, and and therefore I will not be on your call anymore. Goodbye. Oh, really? She gone? Oh, okay. What are you doing, Shane? Daniel, what did you do? Um, I just complimented you. You're the number one girl in the uh, common law field. What do you uh, you you have a history with uh, Cheyenne there in Canada? Are you familiar with her work? Um, you're asking me, Roddy. Are the other Fellow, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. We've we've known uh, Shane for quite a while, and um, like I, um, you know, I try to, you know, not not talk about others, you know, especially on a show, you know, and um, you know things like this happen, and you know it's 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 unfortunate, but um, you know we have to. To be, be mature, we have to be mature on 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 the shows and and be kind. You know, we're we're teaching, um, you know, trying to teach others that uh, you know this is what uh, um, common law is about: is love and honor and respect. Um, the guy, the and guy do, no, do no harm. Yeah, and do no harm to another man, woman, sort of thing. The guy that was talking said she could file a claim. I was saying, what what uh, what does she do? Does she have some kind of? Uh, Oh, she's smart. She's a smart cookie. Uh, you know, she uh, she knows the law, common law as well as uh, uh, civil law too. You know what I'm saying so, you've seen you've seen documents or she's won cases or something. She's a, a what taker? You've seen you've seen documentations like Carl would present on his side, or she does some kind of uh, helping out people. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, she helps people out. I was just wondering the way you made it sound. She had she had some kind of documentation, maybe you can review or something. Documentation. Yeah. Well, well, the reason I called in is she she was on Mike Miller's uh, Common Law show, and he he kind of got a little strong wordy with her because. Yeah, she was on whose show? Mike Miller. Common law. Oh, I, I never heard of that guy. What's he do? C A L M I N law, and uh, she was uh, she seemed a little. Uh, I, I don't I don't know how to explain it. God, God bless her, but she wasn't focused. Like she was. Uh, 
cause her more harm than I guess good. Yeah. She had talking about child support and kidnapping and daycare centers, I believe. And he he, he couldn't he couldn't stand it. Well, it could have been one of her good days. You never know on Mike's show, anyways. But you you take what was just said here, and it's almost like it's a manipulative. Uh, uh, I would call it a manipulative spirit, or you know, if you don't let someone vent, oh, I'll just uh, not be on your show. It's like some kind of. I can't explain yeah, it. Yeah, but uh, she doesn't mean that. She'll be on the show, uh, you know. In fact, she's not off the show, is she? Yeah, yeah she did well go off, yeah. Oh, you know what? She's probably got something important to do. Okay. I didn't I didn't mean to cause any uh, riffraff. That wasn't my intent. I was just wanting to call her to be aware she does this same pattern on other shows, and she was dogging what Carl does, and it was, you know, I just... Uh, I was just trying to see the train of thought and where it was going. Yeah, no. Uh, well, you know, you're you're, you're dealing with. Um, um, I was I was I've had a lot of teachings growing up. I was kind of looking at like the uh, the one where you look at him and says, you know, Paul I know and Jesus I know, but uh, who are you? It's kind of a uh, you know the uh, yeah. manipulative uh, manipulative behavior that. going on, you know. You know, Cheyenne knows her stuff really well. Um, she comes on sometimes, you know, a little bit strong maybe, uh, uh, but uh, she knows her uh, common law really, really well. Um, she's been uh, she's been fighting banks for uh, uh, in regards to her home, eh, uh, for the last six, seven years. And, and basically I've, I've put the banks on their knees uh, every time for the next, last six, seven years. So uh, she's got some kind of magic. She knows how to uh, write letters to these authorities, so-called uh, bank uh, banksters, gangsters, and uh, she gets and, and also the lawyers that represent them. She's got them well, all. What, what was going on? What's going on? I'm curious. Is like a what we call foreclosure? Is she uh, in the, the territory known as the uh, United States? Yeah, basically she's uh, you know she's she's protecting her property, right? And uh, so she's, uh, they, uh, they've been trying to take her property. And, uh, but, you know, the funny thing is she knows her stuff. And uh, usually for the average person, you're lucky if you can stay three, four, five, or six months, you know, in your property before you get kicked out by the sheriff, right? I mean, that's the and average. I, I don't have all the uh, information you may have. I'm just, I'm just into... Uh, like if I sign a contract, yeah. just pay, you know, just stick to what I agreed to. So yeah, no, like I, I'm in real estate, right, uh, Roddy? Yeah. And uh, I've been in real estate, uh, you know, over 25 years. And from my experience, people that have problems with banks, uh, usually the bank always wins. You know, they got the bank, they got the lawyers, they got the sheriff, and uh, people get tossed out on their rear ends. Usually within about three to six months. And uh, yeah. so, but uh, Cheyenne, she's a genius. Uh, she uh, she knows her, her law. She knows her legal rights, her lawful rights. And she's been able to fight the gangster, banksters, and the lawyers that represent them for uh, over seven years now. 
what's been uh, what's what's uh, what's trying to do with these uh, bankers and lawyers? What's uh, what's their actions? Uh, so like they're basically trying to take her house away, right? And uh, how how's, how how are they doing it? That's what I'm saying. Which is her property, right? So she's been protecting her property. You no, know, I'm saying she, how they're doing it. What what's the actions going on? What's going on? Well, I mean, they, you know, they, uh, the first thing they that any bankster tries to do is to evict you out of your property, right? Because once the banksters, gangsters, uh, evict you out of the property, uh, then they can claim the property. No, I'm saying so, what, when you say evict and stuff, I'm saying what what caused. Why, why would they just do that? What what happened? Oh, I you know I don't know all the details. You know, um, you know, uh, just that uh, you know, there's when you're when you're <laughs> yeah, I don't know all the details. It's 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 all involved into uh, her property, uh, her mother's property, and so on and so forth. So it's kind of going back a couple of generations. Yeah, yeah, I was just. I was just curious what was going on initially because I'm not, I don't have all the details, you know. I'm, I'm on a phone and you know far away, so yeah, I don't have firsthand knowledge. But I was just curious, you know. Usually for a bank to become a bankster, you know, there's some kind of a maybe a some kind of default or several payments missing or something like that. I mean, they do screw up and do stuff on purpose, yes. But uh, you know, you want to you want to try to settle things with your adversary before it gets too far, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that's uh, you know that's a, a point of view of whether you uh, supposedly have a debt or don't have a debt. And uh, I guess the uh, I guess the bottom line is that the banksters figure there's a debt, and you as the property uh, owner of the of the property, you don't have any debt. So I think what Carl, when I listen to Carl, I think he's become so worn out <clears throat> with the uh, common law people that try to use try to use it or run it is you get into conspiracy theories like, I'll give you an example. I've never woken up in the morning <clears throat> and looked around and said, oh, my God, Obama, oh, my God, Obama. I've never looked, you know, I've never seen a banker stalking me. I've never seen a credit card company, you know, stalking me. So for them to become banksters, you know, so something's really got to go down. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I, well, I don't, I, I don't so, care what the bankers are doing or what Obama's doing. It's yeah, me, well, personal responsibility. Yeah, well, there is uh, there's that, and also uh, that there is, uh, you know, I mean, the fact that uh, you know there's such a thing as the mafia, for instance, but just because you don't know anyone that belongs to the mafia, you know, there's a mafia. So, it's got to uh, become legit, though. You know, there's there's a mafia, but they're doing it with pen and paper. They're, they're occupied the public. The public, all public courthouses. That's how they're doing it. That's how they operate through our system that we created for us. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, whether it's the banksters, gangsters, or whether it's the mafia, or whether it's the government, they all—they're all in cahoots. Okay. Now, um, well, what Carl says about the banker and uh, his the banker and his he says he has no clue what he's talking about. He just does, you know, signed a piece of paper. Cashes a check and goes home and loves his family. These, these, these are men and you know we're dealing with men and women in a, in a position too. They just try to avoid a lot of these conspiracy theories that might be talked about on a show from a guy in Texas. You know, there's there's no black helicopters flying over. There's just there's just something like a missing link, and it has to do with you and I. 
if if a bank is after you, they're sending you a piece of paper. Maybe there's something somewhere somebody signs, you know. There's no banker coming to your door with a gun, you know. Well, the sheriff, a lot of the times sheriff, you say, the sheriff, yes, but yeah, they hire the sheriff, right? So yeah. uh, either way, the process. There's a uh, what, what do you call it? Due process, usually. Well, you know, I mean, it all depends on how you're looking at it. You know, uh, you know what what the system is. You know, uh, you have to look at the overall system, and uh, if you feel that the system has done you wrong, then you have a right to go after the man who uh, is setting up this system, and whether it's the governor or the president or the attorney general or whoever it is that you want to go after, you have the right to go after them. And That's the what system. Paul was talking about. He was talking about seeds. So someone says, oh, the bank seized my money. Well, then there must have been due process. Because people often think just because some bank teller seizes your account because she got a scary letter. Well, that's not seizure. That's 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 robbery. That's theft. Uh, but if there's due process, then seizure is a good thing because you know the process has been followed. Well, you know, there's a pro and con on everything, right, uh, uh, Roddy? There's a, you know, I mean, uh, the banks have their point of view, and uh, they're they're supposedly lending money to a person uh, so that they can buy a house. And uh, and the uh, the money that is loaned is for the house, uh, but it's not for the land. Believe it or not, the land is uh, belongs to the person that owns the house. Um, so uh, but, you know, are you it's delving into this, uh, are you delving into the idea that money? If you own a house, okay. This is just a technicality, okay? And it's a legal, lawful technicality. You own a house, you live in a house, you get behind on a mortgage, okay? And the banks want to kick you out, okay? So the only thing is, is that uh, uh, legally they can't take they they can't take possession of the house. You know, it's like a car. Use a car as an example. You know, if you don't make payments on a car, well, one of these days you're going to look in your driveway and it's not there. It's been towed away, right? You know, the uh, the bank or whoever the loan company is will uh, hire uh, uh, some company to go and get the car and, and tow it away from you. Okay, so now they have remedy. But in a bank, they don't have that remedy that they can take away a house. They can't lift a house off its moorings and cart it away. Okay, now the people that live in the property, they own the land. The land is actually owned by the man or the woman that is in the property. Are you still That's there? That's great. That's great. Then you can tell them to come get their house off your property. Yeah, so you can actually send them a letter and say, well, you know, um, if you want to take my property, uh, go ahead. You can take the house, but I'm not moving. This is my land. So it's a kind of a standoff, and it's one hell of a loophole. Okay, the banks actually don't have a remedy for that. 
but you got to know your, uh, your 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 you you got to know a little bit about legalities uh, in the legalese that is because yes, you're de- you're dealing in a legalese manner. This you're is not dealing in a lawful manner. Most likely, this is going to sound harsh and hurt a lot of people's feelings. But I think the common law, you know, I call it the common law movement. But I think it's been flooded with a lot of uh, what we call gypsies or rebellious, wild, some stoners. And they just don't want to pay the amount that they agree to. They don't want to stick to their agreements. And they're looking for anything. They're throwing anything at these mean evil bankers when the whole time it was just their own lack of self-control sometimes. Maybe they were manipulated into it because, you know, the TV and the commercials were kind of engineered it to be that way. But uh, I, think, I, th- I think, sadly, this everybody wants to, these evil cops are killing everybody. And how about just, how about just be a man in public? Be responsible and have less issues. Yeah, but they're going to run the off. What would happen if all the banks left, or, you know, left your well, left area? Yeah. It'd be screwed. In the United States, the cops have killed 10,000 people in, uh, I forgot exactly uh, how many years, last 10 years, they killed 10,000 people. And uh, there hasn't been 10,000 cops have been killed. Well, let's let's look at it from a more common law logic, if you will, point of view. Forget that they're cops. There's a man and a woman in public. And even though they're in, in uniform, they can still, although they elevate it, a lot of times these things are caused by the cops. They can heighten the situation if you are. But they can, you know, they can still be harmed, and they're trigger happy. So, but a lot of times what they shouldn't be doing, they're still men and women, and they can defend themselves regardless of their uniform or whatever. And they can violate policies, yeah. Yeah, but they should be held liable uh, for any harm that they, especially killing someone. Can you imagine dying? You could. A lot of times they shouldn't be there. That's unbelievable. I mean, if you're not on city property. The highest rate of suicide in in most professions, and I think the cops are in the top two or three as a profession, they they commit the highest form, uh, the highest amount of suicide as a profession. Some Sonny mentioned that Jack Jack passed away a couple, you know, a few years ago, and I'm aware of that. But he was so harsh against cops that he was lighting up because he lived on with the uh, cops is the ones you want to. I mean, he was even having them on the show, and uh, I think the reason a lot of them are like that is because they realize that you know, they went into a job maybe to uh, protect and serve, and uh, you know they're giving tickets to little old ladies and. And then they realized it wasn't what they uh, they were led to believe, in. and they're going to be woken up for that. Yeah, you got it. You hit it right on the head. Yes, in the military, uh, you go fight for freedom, and the next States, thing you know, you're killing you know, innocent people. Yeah, the United States has got major, major, major problems. The whole United States in deep, deep, deep shit. Now, Canada, because we're neighbors, the shit is being thrown over the fence. Okay, so we're getting a lot of the of the shit from the United States being in Canada. Okay, because uh, the Americans uh, like to push their elbows 
and try to rule uh, an independent country like Canada. Make room. I'm and, coming up, buddy. And they have. They've. Uh, they uh, in the last thirty, forty years, uh, they've actually uh, bought up. Uh, the Americans have bought up uh, about ninety percent of the biggest uh, corporations in Canada. They're not owned by Canadians anymore. They used to be owned by Canadians. They're all owned by Americans. They're probably still owned by Canadians. It's just the corporations from America. No, but because of that, they now control the economy of, of, of Canada. And they tell the prime minister what to do. Uh, you know, they tell him to jump, and he says, oh, hi. You know, that's why, uh, like, even in, Sy- in Syria... Uh, you got Canadian planes uh, in there along with American planes. I mean, it's only a few planes that the Canadians have, a token. But uh, it's, it's the whole idea that uh, the Americans expect the Canadians to bring in at least a half a dozen planes, well, you know, so, so that they Sonia. can go there. Sonia and this show, when I do some reading, of, you know, listening, it seems to be more of a, a heavenly inspired godly kind of I will call it religious but I don't mind religion let me ask you a and question it's going, to, it's, going to take, it's going to take you and I maybe a lot of prayer to become at peace with ourselves and do it on a local level uh, uh, Roddy let me ask you a question you live in Georgia does Georgia touch the uh, the Atlantic seaboard no I live in Oklahoma City I'm originally from Georgia Okay, you you live in Oklahoma. Yes. Okay, the Oklahoma is uh, in the center of. Uh, um, where's Oklahoma? It's north of Texas. We have to deal with those Texans. Okay. Yeah, that's our, what I yeah. our state, taking our job too. Yeah, you're Not the Mexicans, west, but the Texans. Uh, you're west. Yeah, you're west of the Mississippi, right? Absolutely. Okay. Well, you're in, you're in real good territory. I would stay there and live there. Uh, you're going to be fine for the next uh, you, your children, your your family. Yeah, I'm, waiting to, I'm waiting for that fault line to go over there in Missouri. Yeah, you don't you don't want to be on the East Coast, West Coast, or even near the Mississippi. You know, Oklahoma is a perfect place. Uh, that's a good good part of of the United States. That's going to survive uh, a major a major earthquakes and all kinds of bullshit is going to happen. Yeah, we're causing the earthquakes apparently from the fracking. Well, the fracking and uh, you know and all the all the other stuff, you know. But yeah. uh, you know the, uh, the that um, uh, that volcano they got at Yellowstone that's going to be taken off very shortly too, eh? Yes, I believe that. There's a lot of uh, ideas on that over the years. Yeah, that's going to take off probably within the next uh, two to five years. That's going to be blow up. And that'll uh, demolish uh, a lot of the north, northwest uh, United States. You it's, know, it's always good to prepare. But the the thing I'm seeing is a lot of distractions from these uh, people that talk about the boomers coming or the, the economy's collapsing any day now. Or, uh, There's no such or thing. As, you you no, know, folks. we need to stay focused on our local ourselves and our local areas, and you know, being a man and woman, love thy neighbor. Like we're in Ontario. If we sit around and worry about what's going to happen. You know, next next year about Nibiru or 
the, the Yellowstone or whatever and all these conspiracy shows. <laughs> yeah, we never get anything done, you know? But anyways, uh, no, you're you're in a good spot. I just wanted to kind of compliment you that you're in a good living spot. Oklahoma is beautiful. Uh, you're as good a spot as we are in, in Ontario. Uh, I appreciate I appreciate the confirmation. I was just commenting on people, let's say, these major talk shows like, you know, Beck or Jones or Limbaugh or what we have here in the States. Everybody's focused on what the government's doing. What, well, who's this day? They're doing this and they're doing that. How about, how about you and I? How about we just stay locally? Yeah, well, I mean, geographically, you're in a great location, uh, Roddy. So, uh, you, you know, uh, that's great. Uh, you and your family and your generations are going to do really good there. Oh, you're okay. All you got to do is learn about more about common law to get your rights going, and then sue the fucking governor. Governor. Yeah, but government hasn't. The governor hasn't. She hasn't hurt me. Is it a woman governor? Yeah, Fallon. Yeah, Fallon. Yeah, yeah, Fallon. Yeah. Yeah. What's her original name? I have no idea. First name Mary. Yeah, no, no, I'm just wondering what her uh, maiden name was or her family name. Yeah, she's not doing anything to harm me unless the state troopers are her, you know, public servants and she's up there, you know, they're bothering me. That's one thing, but I can't say, I couldn't go to court right now and say, yeah, that governor a woman there, she, uh, she hurt me. I can't prove it. Yeah. No, well, if they're doing, if they're, if they're responsible, if they're servants, if their employees are doing something that causes you harm and you make them known to to their leader, now we're on to something there. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Well, the fact that you're on common law, you're learning common law, Roddy, you, you have no idea how fantastic. It's one of the most important things next to driving your rig. Common law is easy, though, and I'll explain it. It's in it's on our uh, articles of uh, you know I need to I need to I need to do some more reading on these things. But everybody talks about the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. But we the people, you know, in order to form a more perfect government, we, you know, we uh, institute these governments amongst her, you know, amongst ourselves. And that's it. It's, it's that simple. They they have a duty to secure rights and protect property. That's it. Now when they come to you and say you violated a code or something like that, hey, we got a problem. <laughs> That's common law, period. I am man, yes. and you're my servant. If I'm not on government property, I don't give a dang about your codes. That's for you and your employees. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. I like that. Now, they do have a duty and obligation to protect the second dimension. We're talking about banks and stuff. These, these second dimension entities are there for our benefit. A lot, of, a lot of people go rogue and don't well, you know, you know, uh, obligations. So. Money, the money problem, you know, that's another issue altogether, and it's debatable. But I, I've done a, an extensive study on that, and uh, the, the money situation, the way that it's set up, you know, with the interest rates and all the and all the uh, under the table, uh, uh, you know, negotiations that. Uh, that is done, uh, and there's only a very small clique of, uh, of people on the planet that control 99% of the money, and uh, they control it at uh, at, uh, at everybody's demise. 
So uh, that's the problem is that uh, we're not aware that the people that are controlling the money are actually, um, uh, they're doing a disservice and they're doing a harm to our fellow man and woman. And But our fellow man and woman can't see it because it's a couple of layers up. They don't understand how money works. Well, if they don't have full disclosure and they're making deals with the devil, yeah. But, uh, you know, nobody requires anybody to uh, go to a bank. I mean, God bless them. They, we have the second dimension, these uh, persons, if you will, these corporations, to benefit man. Man has taken it. It's like a government privilege. People want to take advantage of it, use it and abuse it. And uh, it gets to a point where it, you know, it becomes your uh, your god, if you will. Well, that's true. You know, I mean, uh, the the corporations are there to benefit man. The government. What do you is... think the What do you think the golden calf in uh, Moses's day was? It was a false idol. They created this. They created it, and started worshiping it. That's a no no. If you can create it, it's there to serve you. It's not there for you to worship. And that's what happens with these banks. People start depending on it and using it for everything, and it becomes their god. Yeah, well, they're not they're not divulging the information uh, to uh, to the school the school system. You know, we're not learning. You know how much how much. You know, uh, Roddy, uh, when you went to school, whether elementary and secondary school and and, and even universities. How much did you learn about budgeting? Did they ever teach you budgeting in any classes? No, you had to get that from your family. That's the best education, if you will, from your family, oh, but no, that wasn't budgeting. very good anyway. Well, you get that you budgeting and, and also, you know, where where money came from, how money is made, how the government is printing the money, how the money is actually distributed, how international trade is made properly, and and so on. This is all information that uh, the parents don't know that information because their parents didn't know it because it's all hidden. And they don't teach it in school. You know, I, I've talked to a number of chartered accountants over the last few years. I said, have you ever heard of the Rothschilds? Have you ever heard of the Rothschilds? Oh, I yeah, I've done some reading about them. Okay. Now, I've talked to some chartered accountant who went to high school, went to university, got their, their uh, CPP or whatever. Uh, you know, they're chartered accountants. They're at the top of the ladder. They're like doctors and lawyers and chartered accountants. And I asked them, I said, do you know who, uh, uh, who um, the Rothschilds are? They have no idea. I said, do you know that the, uh, uh, that the Federal Reserve is owned by the Rothschild. They said, no, no. They said the Federal Reserve is a government institution. I said, look, I says, you, you got, you're a CPP. You fucking went to school, university. You, uh, you graduated in, in, in economics, in uh, accounting, and you don't friggin' know that the Federal Reserve is a private organization. What the hell's the matter with you? But it has little. It's a what organization? The Federal Reserve, you know, the money. What did you say it was? It's a private organization. See, I want to I wanna clarify something. I read the uh, the court case of 
what all that came from. And all that government, our government, when a corporation is created, still must obey the uh, the laws of the, the people. And uh, what what that court case was about basically said that the Federal Reserve was private as far as it doesn't have anybody <clears throat> stepping over its shoulder and saying, hey, do this, do that. So they have, they're private in their community. They can uh, raise, you know, raise interest or uh, budget themselves according to the uh, demands of the uh, territory. The whole private thing people have gotten hung up on. I think it's a, it's just a, it's a secret family, you know, in the dark. It's a, it's kind of a bad missing, you know, bad interpretation of actual court case that's that that stem from. So, so they're not be owned by a certain few people, if you will, but it's still sanctioned by by us and, and our uh, our government uh, officials. No, it's the other way around, Roddy. You know, uh, unfortunately, uh, you got to follow up a little more information. But uh, you know, they uh, they charge the government, they charge the people of the United States twenty percent. Okay, on uh, all the monies that they loan to the to the federal government for whatever they need, well, whether it's I, for I believe I believe that's what you what they want people to believe for control. But there's always a parallel running at the same time, like that 1933 people always talk about when the when the you know everything went bankrupt. That's for the corporation, the government. It's not for uh, I a man or you. If I hand you five dollars, it's still five dollars. So, so if if there was a bankruptcy, it's well, what I'm it saying for the, is that for the corporation. Yeah, no. What I'm saying, you know, uh, Roddy, is that uh, is your first name Roddy? No, but that that'll that'll suffice. Oh, okay, that's good enough. Okay, but anyways, Roddy, uh, basically, uh, uh, you see, the Federal Reserve. Okay, uh, they're in charge of uh, making the money. They're in charge of uh, creating the interest rates. They're in charge the of banks. Uh, the whole economic. The Federal Reserve is, is the banks. They they run the banks. Which has which doesn't. And and who owns the Federal Reserve? Well, what does it have to do with you and I? Pardon me. What does it have to do with you and I? Well, it has a lot to do with you and I because uh, in Canada, they also have a Federal Reserve here. And they what does it have, have to do with you? Well, what it has to do with me is that uh, it has to do with everybody. Is that uh, uh, did you make a deal with the corporation? Uh, well, personally, did you go to the bank and say, "Hey, well, you loan and say it's affecting our whole society"? Why? Well, because of the, uh, the the system that they got set up. It's 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 designed for only a very few people. To be super rich and everybody else to be super poor. Sometimes your government, your your cities, I mean, municipalities can borrow money from these corporations, yes, to operate. But uh, I don't see how that why it should be scared of the uh, private bank. Well, uh, I'll give, I'll I give can you go to Rothschild. I can go to Rothschild and say, hey, I got a blue blue on my arm. You know, I'm taking your court. I can't do that. Okay, I'll give you an example. Uh, you know, when you're in the middle of uh, the, uh, the Federal Reserve, which uh, your country is, and, and most of the countries in the world are too, by the way. It's not just the United States. Uh, because uh, the Federal Reserve 
They have different names for them in different countries, but they're all run by the Rothschilds. And uh, so, but anyways, in Canada, I'll use Canada as an example. Uh, Canada never had the Federal Reserve up until uh, about 40, 50 years ago. Okay, they, uh, they, the, the, the government made their own money. Canada made their own money. They had their own Canadian dollar. Okay, they had uh, Canada made their own money, and because of that, uh, they actually made the St. Lawrence Seaway. I take it you've listened to Christopher Jay's video. Uh, no, I don't know Christopher Jay. Christopher Jay, the uh, the trespass on the mind of it's on YouTube. It's an excellent video. He says Canadian talks about the Bank of Canada. Well, anyways, you know, to make a long story short. Uh, Prior to uh, the Federal Reserve coming into Canada uh, about 40, 50 years ago, Canada basically didn't owe anybody any money as a country. So Canada was very prosperous, and the people that were living in Canada at the time were very prosperous, and unemployment was very low, and everybody was surviving, and everybody was living in accordance to uh, a common law. You know, everyone was contributing to uh, taxes were going to the government. The government was using the, the money to be distributed among the people. Okay, so that's common. It was common law, common, uh, you know, everyone had taxes in that. But then the federal government, the Canadian government decided that they would implement the Federal Reserve, similar to the United States, and now Canada owes $600 billion. Well, let Canada pay it. They'll never pay in a thousand trillion years. Bring Canada to court. Let them pay it. No, they can't pay it. And, and the United States owes... So you owe Listen, the United States owes $3 trillion. How much of that money do you owe? No, no, listen. Uh, you know... I'm saying, do you do you do you owe a debt? I'm a human being, the same as you are. We're in North America. Do you owe a debt because Canada made one? So whatever happens, the United States has a kind of a a ripple effect, and it's Canada. Yeah, it's a pattern. Yeah. Okay, so it's very important that uh, we know all this stuff that's going on, and uh, so we we can only govern ourselves and. I know anyway, how they, they use the people's money to make a turnpike and then sell it to a foreign company. You see, the, the government of the United States, okay, it won't be long. It'll probably be in the, in the near future, probably within, uh, I'd say within uh, the next five five to ten years max, max, <clears throat> they will eventually get rid of the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve people will be going to jail, Okay. You mean tell you how we can help help resolve this in a nutshell? We can resolve this in a nutshell. Because they were basically traitors to the country, you see. We can resolve this whole big empire conspiracy banker thing in a nutshell. And that's keep it keep it locally. Fund the sheriffs privately, if you will. Uh, they you know, if the legalese society has access to your court twenty four seven, then you start uh Start taking it back. We're making claims against the uh, the ones that are coming after you, and they don't have a uh, a verifiable claim. So they're making false claims, and you take it back to your local court, find your sheriff, 
or whoever's your constitutional sheriff there in Canada, and the bankers will basically go away. I think that's a great idea, guys, because we're really getting off track here, and I think, uh, you know, some people are leaving. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we're getting into history. You're, we're not uh, – uh, but I think that's a, a great conclusion, don't you, Sam? What you're saying, Roddy, is is where we got to back up here and, and, and do what we can do. And what we can do is yeah. is keep it locally and, and work locally because – about bankers out of our heads and just focus locally. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Sam. They're, they're, they're always in there. Oh, no, I, I agree. Roddy uh, hits it right on the nail right on the head. you got to yeah. look after your own self right now. Yeah, because we we got to keep these calls if we can, you know, try to try to keep them focused into into what we can do here here and now because, um, you know, we're getting into yep. far let's, off. Uh, let's, change this, let's change the topic. Is that what you're saying? How far? How long do um, you take your show? It's interesting. It's definitely interesting, but um, you know, people well, all I'm saying is that you know, to do what you're doing on a day-to-day basis, you have to have a picture of the whole picture, you know. Yeah. So that it's like a, a puzzle, you know. It, uh, it it's easier to put a puzzle together if you have a picture of the puzzle before you start putting the pieces together so you know what the picture is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. Okay, then you get the pieces and you start putting them together. But when the person is blind to what's going on around them, the government and the money situation and the gangsters and all these different situations, yeah. you don't have the picture of the whole fucking picture of, uh, of how to put the pieces together. You're putting a piece over here together. You're putting, you don't know if you're going right or wrong or what mm-hmm. the hell you're doing. Yeah, I see what hey, you're saying. Hey, Sonia. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's it's nine o'clock here uh, where I'm located. Uh, how how long do you normally run your show? Well, it's it's ten o'clock here. Um, just just depending. Well, you know, sometimes if it gets real he- heavy duty, we've went four or five hours, but not usually. I don't I, I don't know, like five to. hours. It's, I think the talk sheet cuts off in five hours sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but. Um, you know, unless we've got something, you know, really um, beneficial. Well, anybody, uh, anybody else got, uh, well, uh, Rodney, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Come on every Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't mean to harm your show. I just didn't want to get into, you know, I didn't want to get all Carl New York accent on you and say, dude, 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 I don't care about what the banks are doing. I didn't want to go there. But, yeah, like these radio show hosts talk about what you talk about, what the banks are doing, and they tell you how much you owe to pay back the debt. I'm like, hey, they created it. I don't know what they debt. So until, <laughs> well, I see, until I see a banker at my door, you know, we get, you know we're good. Yeah, well, us, us people being in common law, we don't know effing anybody anything. The government corporations may owe it. God bless them. Let them pay it. You know, have fun with it. But as soon as one of those government agents come to me and tell me I owe them a debt, oh, we're going to court, baby. And I'm going to let a jury of my peers prosecute them. <laughs> That's locally, buddy. That's how you do yeah. it. Right well, you know, this is what these shows are all about. It's for everyone to kind of learn, you know. I mean, we talked about corpus delecti a little earlier, so we got an idea what that means. <clears throat> you know, we um, we uh, we talked to Cheyenne there, and... Uh, you know, we got a little profile on how she's fighting the the banksters. 
Part of that corpus delicto yeah. is what I was talking about there. You look around and say, who's causing me harm? The bankers? Who are these bankers? I don't see no bankers. Who's Obama did it? Wait a minute. I'm good. We're good. I get up every morning, put my pants on. I don't see Obama. I don't see bankers. I just see me and whoever I contract with. Yeah, that's well, true. Thank you, thank you, Sonia, for letting me uh, babble on there a little bit. Oh, hey, come on next pleasure. Friday. God bless you. I'm going to hop off here to listen to uh, this yeah. one there. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Well, we 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 don't have many on. Um, uh, we're the only ones that are on the phone. Actually, there's a gentleman or a man here um, that's muted out, but I don't seem to have any questions or anything. You know, nobody seems to have anything that they want to talk about or ask any questions so if you um oh well Roddy just went off Sam so um we just have a and James went off so I think that we're shutting down here we've got three guests three guests on and um you know unless, unless somebody's got something that they they've got some questions or any ideas Sam anything that you want to Mention, you know, that's important before we call it a night, sort of thing. Like, you're. Yeah, no, we covered quite a bit today. You yeah. Know? You were saying, too, about Carl's show not last Thursday, but the week before was really, really interesting. Yeah, I and, found uh, it interesting. I thought Cheyenne, it, uh, didn't like it, but uh, I think, uh, I don't think Cheyenne likes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, she, she's got a certain taste. But no, I, I thought Carl's show was really informative. Uh, you know, uh, he, he talked about that uh, case about the girl in uh, uh, Pittsburgh or Philadelphia or whatever. Well, no, Washington. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, and boy, I like to follow that case all oh, big time. You know, that that would be one of the greatest cases in North America if uh, if uh, if Carl can get that to court. Yes. Okay, that's how important that case is. I know, I know, especially when when our interest is is with Children's Aid Society and the and the Child Protective Services and whatever names they use, mm-hmm. titles they use. Yeah, that would be a great one to follow. So I'm going to make sure to get back and listen to that that call and download it and and save it and um, try to keep on the ball and. And watch when Carl comes back on because, you, like you said, Sammy, it'll probably be a couple of weeks or something, and then uh, we'll we'll hear hear some more. Yeah, that'll, yeah, that'll be yeah, a good. I'll be looking forward to that one. Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah, the, because he's using common law. You see, he's not using uh, you know the traditional uh, uh, you know lawyers, and, you know, and all that stuff. Because yeah. he, he could never take a governor to court using civil laws ever. Not one, not one guy who's not even a lawyer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, but yeah. here he's got uh, he's got the uh, the uh, the governor shackled. He's got the uh, the the uh, what is it? The, the attorney general shackled. <laughs> he's got them all shackled up. Like you know, they're all. It's like they're all sitting down in the Nur- Nuremberg trial. He's ready to to prosecute. Yeah, but the the girl. The woman there, uh, and it's up to her how far she goes. You see, the way that Carl explained it was that if, uh, you see, once the government realizes that they are totally in the dark, absolutely in the dark, they might just throw in their, uh, their, uh, their, 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 uh, what do you call it, their towel, 
into the ring and say, uh, we give, uh, here, lady, here's your children, and here's a couple bucks, don't bother us. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, but Carl's thinking, no, 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 I don't want to, you know, he don't, doesn't want to do that. He wants to get them. Because if he can get one case like that, this is the way he explained it, if he can get one case where he can get the governor and everybody and get and then eventually get the newspapers involved in it and finding out that the governor is, uh, uh, is the one that can be, uh, 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 what do you call, uh, charged, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, For kidnapping and robbing children, well, that'll be a president right across the country. So yeah. that's why he wants this thing so badly he can taste it. The only thing is that woman, uh, she might just cave in and say, oh, yeah, okay, I got my children, and I'm not going to bother anybody. So, you know, but he, for the first time, he's got everybody in a shackle. Similar, he, as a matter of fact, he's got the identical lawsuit that he put on his own kid. Okay, where he got the governor of Alabama, yeah. everybody. Yeah. And, uh, so he's got the identical suit, but it's not in his name; it's in her name. Okay. Yeah. And and she's a little black girl, and uh, he says there's never been in in American history that a little black girl can take down the government. <laughs> I'm just paraphrasing it, but that's basically no, the way he explained it. You know. I hear you. And 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 hello, this is Cheyenne. Hi, Cheyenne. Yeah, hi, Cheyenne. And Sam, and welcome, thank you for... back. I know. I was pissed earlier. Oh, uh, it's about time. What took you so long? I had to feed the dogs and whatnot. I, I, I was actually surprised that you guys are still on. Hey, but, when, uh, when, when Sonia and I are on, we're on till 1 o'clock. Oh, you are. If it would last that long, as long as actually, <laughs> yeah. actually, the call that you were talking about—that I had no interest. Yes, I had no interest because it has to do with kids. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, well, I have I mean, to do with foreclosures. I know dealing kids uh, hurts, uh, uh, puts a pain in your heart, doesn't it? Oh no! It's it's just it's everyone has a certain interest. I have no interest in the kids. Okay, that's what it is. Okay, I thought maybe you just you just felt very emotional about kids being kidnapped. I wish I could. I I'm, I'm I wish I could be there, but my interest right now is saving my home. Eviction, IRS. That's where I'm. That's where I am. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And you come on right at the right time because that's our next topic. Oh, it is. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> you had it right on the head. Right. Good timing. Oh, yeah. Okay, Sam. Well, I mean, okay, well, it is now. I'm not being an ass. It Seriously. is now. I yeah. mean, you two are into the kids scenario, well, and well, I am we're, not. We're into everything. We're into everything, you know. Yeah. And we we, uh, we we got five hours to talk, and uh, you know it's pretty hard to talk about kids for five hours. It drives you crazy, you know. 
Oh yeah, we need different things to talk about, sure. So, so what's been happening with you, Cheyenne? How's it been going? The last I heard, you, you oh, know. just still fighting eviction. Great. So, did the sheriff uh, obey uh, your uh, your threatening letter? No, he did not because he doesn't have a choice. Well, he has to. Choice? He has to come out. And which he did end up coming out, and and in the meantime, I end up filing another BK. Another bank? Bankruptcy, yes. Oh, okay. Another bankruptcy? Yep. How old I is had the other? How, how old is the other bankruptcy? Well, knock on wood, not all that old. Okay, I thought. Uh, okay, I guess you can. But did you get discharged from the other one? They end up. I would actually have to think what they did. Oh, okay, no, it don't matter. You know, I mean, uh, I mean, you filed for bankruptcy and they accepted it, right? Yeah, they did. Uh, so how did you file? Did you go to a uh, bankrupt uh, commissioner of some sort? Federal court. Okay. Did you file on your own? Did you put the papers in on your own? Yes. Okay. I got you. Well, that's good. So I... Um, and the sheriff held them off. And apparently there was... My, my son was here. And apparently... There were, I don't know how many vehicles. There was a lot of vehicles here. They came to your house? Yep. Uh, with machine guns? And uh, did, they have, uh, did, they, did they have the ISIS trucks there with the machine guns on the... On the... They had... Um, oh, they had... Um, Oh gosh! So, the, but they that was had, a long time, that was a long time ago. It was three weeks ago. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, this is a recent. I haven't heard about it then. So, what happened? Did you let him in the house? No, no. It was um. Oh shoot! Oh. Did they have did they have a summons or a warrant or what? No, I end up calling up the I end up calling up Ed, who was the uh, district sheriff, and he says I will hold off on my part, do miracles on your part, and keep the dogs happy, and he kept calling my dogs. Happy dogs. Oh, well, it looks like he likes your dogs. Yeah. So anyhow, I said, Ed, I will do what I can. So I ran up to running. And I shouldn't even be saying this online. I end up going online, or I'm sorry, I end up going 
Gotta watch what I'm saying. So don't worry, we're not recording you. Yes, it's recorded. Yes, yeah, being recorded. <laughs> no one's listening to you. Yeah. Nobody okay. cares. Nobody cares. Yeah, okay. So I end up going somewhere. And I end up following. Uh, in the meantime, I called him a few times. He ended up getting the secretary involved. And her name was... not going to repeat her name. So you and got a you know, suit I, end up, I end up speaking with her. You, you put a suit against the uh, secretary? No, I did not. What I did is I just filed again DK. Oh, okay. So you now you told the uh, the sheriff that you filed. What he ended up what he ended up doing is he called me three times that morning. Yeah. Which I was shocked. I was really shocked. Yeah, that is. He's got he a lot called more me at eight thirty in the morning. And then I think nine thirty and then ten thirty. And then finally I'm you shocked. answered the phone. Pardon? Finally you answered the phone. Oh, I answered both times. All times. Oh, okay. You talked to him three times then? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you I'm were... holding I'm holding them off on my end. Do miracles on your end. I said, yes, sir, I will. And then I end up calling, I'm sorry, I end up calling him back. I end up getting his secretary. Yeah. And his secretary answered, which apparently she knew what was going on. And I said, here's where I'm at. I'm going to be doing BK. Let me know when you're done. Awesome. I will let you know when I'm done. Oh, cool. So, just out of curiosity, can I ask you a question now? Uh, how the, how does that put you in the clear with a BK? It doesn't. That's what I'm trying to figure out now. Well, it sounds like the, the sheriff uh, figured that... He did something. I don't know what he did, but apparently he went by all the trucks, blew the horn, and said, stay off. And I got that from my son. So, uh, what, you mean these were moving trucks? Mm-hmm. You mean they actually came to your house three weeks ago? Yep. And the sheriff told them to get lost. He blew the horn. He blew the horn to tell them that's not their jurisdiction. He, I, I, Sam, I don't know what he did. He blew the horn one time. And they all left. Yep. So what did you tell the sheriff prior to him blowing the horn? That you went BK? So on that, he figured he had no jurisdiction. Apparently. 
I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure this all out. I don't. I don't well, know. We're trying to figure it out together here. You know. So um, that means by by filing BK, that means that any assets you have cannot be taken because they don't belong to you anymore. They belong to the bankruptcy. Well, that's what I'm That's what I'm thinking. That's why the cop, uh, the police, uh, figured, hey, we can't not take her furniture from her and put it on the grass or take it away or whatever. Oh because her stuff does not belong to Sam. her anymore. Sam. Sam. Yeah, go ahead. They had over 20 trucks. 20 fucking trucks? Yes. What? Are they, were they going to take the shingles? Off the roof? I don't know. I don't know. Were they, were they going to, you know... <laughs> I don't know. Plank by plank? I don't know. Were they going to take the uh, the tiles in the kitchen off one by one? My kid was so upset. I left my phone here. And he was like, what is going on? Been. Where are you guys at? We have... Over 20 trucks. Oh, my God, Sam. It was over 20 trucks. And what then, did you say about and those then, And then there was over 20 vehicles. And 20 vehicles? That's 40. Yes. Wait a minute. Where do you get the parking space? I I have a development. What do you got, like an acre? I got over two acres. So these these vehicles were sprawled all over your two acres. Apparently. And and you weren't and you weren't there. Nope. Where were you? Fallon BK. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, you were you were in emergency of filing that BK and yep. once you filed the BK and you and you notified the uh, the sheriff. The sheriff goes, yep. we can't touch the material. Let's get out of here." Yep. And he blew the horn one time. And that was the signal to leave. Apparently. And two and two horns was to shoot. Oh my <laughs> good Lord Jesus! <laughs> Don't talk like that, please. I'm just joking, yeah. Please I had to, don't. I, 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 they would never do a thing like that. But what I'm getting at is that uh, now you're in the clear. I'm not yet. Well, the sheriff can't touch you, at least until uh, your bankruptcy uh, uh, becomes discharged. And that, and you know what? You won't get a discharge. Not for a long time. Well, okay, I, 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 st- I don't have the 311, what is that, 311, 315? Uh, I don't know, I don't know the American terminology. 315, I think it is. Okay, but uh, I got a question for you. Uh, by filing bankruptcy, uh, uh, who's who's your trustee? Yourself? 
Oh, no, they, they automatically give you a trustee. Okay, so you're a trustee now. No, they automatically give you a trustee. Okay, they give you a trustee. Right. Okay, so now you're a trust, trustee. I'm not a trustee. They give you a trustee. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying, Cheyenne, is that the trustee that was given to you now is in charge of all your assets. Correct. Okay, and he can't do nothing for God knows how long. Uh, the, no, it would be the three, what is that, the 341 meeting? I want to say it's the 341 meeting. Yeah, so now you're negotiating not with the sheriff anymore. You're going to be negotiating with the uh, trustees, is that it? Well, in the the bank, but I'm changing my, and I shouldn't be saying this online. I'm going to shut up. Yeah, okay, you don't know. You can be changing whatever is important to you. Um, But uh, what I'm getting at is that uh, the trustee now would be... Do you you have an email? Can you put that on? Uh, Yeah, um, yeah, I'll write it down on the... uh, on the chat line. Is that what you want? Yes, please. Yeah, actually, you know what? I want your uh, email. Because uh, I want to uh, learn from uh, the master. Okay, this I'm is... I'm no master. What's that? I'm not even close. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a master. <laughs> okay, whatever. I'm complimenting you, though. I know you are, and I thank you. And that Rocco didn't like me. Who? That one guy that was on on earlier. Oh yeah, the guy from Georgia. Uh, well, he was. He was, first he said he was from Georgia, but then he tells me he was from Oklahoma. I know. I, I thought, you know what? I don't know what he's talking about. Um. I'm surprised Tanya left him on that long. Uh, well, he was fun talking to, you know. He, he's learning. You know, they're all, everybody's learning. So That's I'm, all I, we're I, doing. Here's my email. And I'm, uh, there you go. Now, um, you have an email too? Maybe I can write it down. Okay, I got it. You want to email me? Well, I'm going to do a test. Yeah, just email me, uh, you know, hi or whatever it is that you want to email me just for fun. So this way I'll have your email, and I'll keep you on my, um, as one of my uh, favorites. And I, whenever I got interesting stuff about health products and how to live to be 150 years old, I'll email you. Oh, some I don't, I don't want that. You don't want to live to be 150? No. Okay, for you, 149. There you go. <laughs> so when are you going to email me? Tonight or tomorrow? I'm doing it right now. Oh, okay, good. Um, okay, so... Um, Okay, no, that's great. I, I'm, uh, you know, I haven't been on the air for a couple of weeks because I've been tied up. I was 
worried about you, thinking that uh, how the hell you're doing with the uh, the authorities. And now I'm happy to hear that uh, you're still there. Ma'am, uh, I, I cannot believe how that sheriff helped me. Is that not odd? And I gave him three questions. I don't have them in front of me. But he he told me they won't they will not do anything. And I'm thinking the hell if they won't. But also they got to they got to follow out their orders. They have to. Yeah. Well, you took a burden off of their uh, sheriff's back by filing bankruptcy. You, uh, you, in other words, you ended up into, you jumped tracks. You were on one set of tracks, and he was ready to ram you, and you just jumped onto the other track. And he goes, "Thank, okay, adios, baby." You. Uh, why would uh, Why would he call me at eight thirty in the morning? Um, what did he say to you at eight thirty in the morning? I'm holding off. On my end, pull miracles on your end. Okay, so how That's soon did said. so how soon did, were you able to file the papers that same day? Uh, the eviction was at. No, your bankruptcy. How soon were you able to eviction, file that? The eviction was at eleven. I filed it at ten thirty, and then we couldn't find the facts. So I had to find the fax machine. So it was basically 11 o'clock. Holy shit. Yep. <laughs> you, you're in at the last minute. Yep. Holy crap. you got to make a movie about your life. Oh, i got to make something. Write a book, hey? Cheyenne and the uh, and okay, the gangsters. Okay, we're doing a test. What's that? Test. You're doing what? A test run. Oh, you're doing a test. Yeah. Okay. Well, now the sheriff can't touch you now uh, indefinitely. Again, here in Canada, isn't it? Um, here in Canada, isn't it seven years or something? Um, no. Well, no, the discharge. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, if a person goes bankruptcy in Canada, they can get discharged out of the bankruptcy after nine months, and then they uh, are free and clear. They don't owe any debt. Now, in your bankruptcy, did you put down the? Uh, the the banksters uh, BS. Well, you see, that's where I'm 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 rolling around right now. I I'm not sure, and and actually, it's a three forty one meeting. Um, and I'm not sure how how I want to do this. Um, there there is a there is a fourth party coming after me which is an old, old, old credit card. And it's it's eight grand. And I might, I might want to play with that one. 
First, okay. I was gonna. First, I was gonna say, you know what? I don't know you shit. But Man. now I'm thinking because Wells Fargo already undid my my debt. Okay? Yeah, they they undid, the lawyer did undid your your Wells Fargo debt. Sam. Yes. Yeah, Cheyenne says she had three questions for the sheriff. I think it would be beneficial for the the rest of us there. I'd like to I'd like to hear them if she would. She doesn't have them in front of her. I don't have a, I I don't have them in front of me. I'm sorry. If she could go get them, I'd I'd gladly wait to to hear them if she, if she would. I, I think it would help the rest of us. I I'm sorry. I don't. Next Friday. What I'm saying is it's common law. Next Friday. Three questions, you know. I'd like to give her time to go get them. I'll wait if you want. Yeah, these were... In case we run into it, you know. These are the three questions that uh, you asked... uh, uh, Who who did you ask the three questions to? uh, To the sheriff? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Don't you think it would help who else did you send uh, that three questions to? Did you send it to the lawyers too? No. Okay, this is a, this is strictly uh, one one notice of three questions that you sent it to one person called the sheriff. Is that it? Yep. Sounds okay. pretty simple. I, I'd like to hear them, you know, in case we run into this issue, you know, uh, here in the you know this area. Yeah, no, no Cheyenne, he, she knows the stuff. I'm, like hey, I'm talking. I can't find it. Sorry. Yeah, like off the top of your head, like, you know, you, you're the one that did it, right? So can I give an example or something? You know, like a hint or, you know, something to start with. Do you have, uh, do you have a purpose for it, uh, Roddy? Yeah, to to learn, you know, to help each other, help your fellow man. In general, eh? Yeah. 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 Okay. No. Uh, well. No. I mean, I, no. I'm sorry. I, I everything I have, I didn't notice a mistake. But give us, give us an order. idea if you would. If you, you know, like, like I did a notice of order. The only thing is, Roddy, is that Cheyenne, um, she likes to keep. Uh, she doesn't divulge all her secrets. Yeah, but oh, what I'm saying, oh, it's in, it's, in, it's in your. You know, you keep it with you. As a man or woman, it's in your head. You walk it. You live it. Like they say, it's a lifestyle. So I'm just looking like, like a little, a little something to look for. You know, a little research or something. Cheyenne would have first knowledge of what she did. So. Oh, you. I'm sorry. You ended up cutting me down a while ago. Yeah, I, I apologize <laughs> if that's how you perceived it, but yeah, just, yeah. just something. You know. you know what? You ain't getting it. Okay. I don't remember cutting you down. I don't have it in front of me. I can't go get it. Yeah. I'm wondering, uh, uh, I will end up, Sam? But it's for, it's for your fellow man. You want to help people, right? Sam? Yeah, I'm here, sweetie. He cut me down, correct? Oh, uh, yeah, you really did. Yeah, Roddy, jeez, wrong person. Yep. <laughs> I was just yep. looking for guidance. Maybe you, you have more experience. There's, because a, there's, you a hundred, there's a hundred people that you can talk to on the line here. Cheyenne is not one that you'd run Sam down. Sam, you call her the master, so I was thinking maybe you had some, those three questions would have been, you know, you might know 
Do you have any uh, idea what they would be? Jeez, I ain't got a clue. Okay. Ain't got a clue, but um, I would gladly share. I would gladly share it with y'all. I mean, if I felt y'all were cutting me down, and I had three questions that would help my fellow man, oh God, you you better believe I would help. How, how about study? Because that's I've what been, I did. I studied. I've done a lot of studying too, but you know, from hearing it from the source, uh, that would be great. Hey, uh, hey, how do I know that worked? I'm not going to give you shit. I don't even know if that worked. Yeah, what I'm saying is, you had three questions, and I would just want to like an idea of what they would be. You know, just something like a word or two. Again, yeah, I don't even gonna, know if that worked. I end up following the uh, she's, she's got a good point. She doesn't know if it actually worked. Exactly. But, uh, I think the only thing, you know what, actually, you know what, um, I think the only thing that it worked was the fact that it showed that that you were able to stick up. You had a, a backbone, and you were fighting the uh, the sheriff, and the sheriff appreciated it. And I think uh, even though it may may work, may not work, uh, I think the sheriff thought, you know, I'm going to help out this woman. The sheriff, the sheriff technically can't if there's a bond because he could be held liable for it. Exactly, exactly. That's well. That's where I had to go and file BK. They have to file. They have to go after the order. Period. And I knew that. That's why I end up filing BK. Otherwise, yeah. they would have unloaded my house. What's BK? Yeah. Wow. Bankruptcy. BK is bankruptcy. Oh. So it like a 7 or 11? It doesn't That's matter. Chapter 7 or 11, will they everything, all the creditors well, are seized? You never want to go a 7. Never go a 7. Yeah, no, 11 is good, but not 7. Never go a 7. I, I, they will I used take to go... your home in a heartbeat. So, so, so the the letter you written was more of a uh, legalese deal with the uh, bankruptcy. It wasn't really like a common law, you know. Thing. I just wanted. I just all I wanted to do is stop the order. Yeah, I understand they have to carry out the order. Okay, they have to. Otherwise. They're going to be held liable. And the order is going to go back to them, to their home. Yeah, I think here in today's bankruptcy, I'm not sure the particulars on that, but you still have to pay your, your debts. It's just uh, they, they can hold uh, a if they can, a punishment. If, yes. if, if they can prove that there is a debt. Yeah. Now, that's where I'm at right now. Because one, but, one, there was a, see, no, there Sam, Sam, Sam. No yeah, I'm listening, Sam. go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm listen, listening. To, listen to this one. There, there's a debt collector, and he filed a B-10. And I have to do my more research on B-10. But he ended up filling out the B-10, and he's claiming, and he, he he's also saying he this debt could be, um, shoot, I don't got the papers in front of me. Shit. 
Did you uh, file bankruptcy on a debt that didn't exist, is what you're saying? He's claiming it could be out of not jurisdiction. Help me out, Sam. Well, he, debt, right? he, can, um, he sent you a letter, a B-10 letter? Yes. Well, and, and, actually, and, I, no, actually, I ended up copying that from Pacer. Um, not jurisdiction, but... Um, Shit. Um, damn, help me out. Shoot. Hey, well, Sam, are you uh, the board operator? Oh, uh, who? I, was, uh, I think it's from uh, the Sonia's call, but I'm saying, are you like her assistant? Yeah, we work together on here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I told you earlier. I'm, 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 I'm her. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm her no assistant. I'm no slave. I'm. I'm just, I just call in. <laughs> so what's this uh, Cheyenne about proving a debt? Who has to prove a debt originally? What was that about? You don't, you you originally don't owe anyone anything and they're trying to take your house? Is it what that, what's that? Sam, I think I'm going to hang up. I, I have no clue who this guy is. You're talking about a debt. Somebody's trying to take your house. I'm saying there's there's no debt, but they're trying to take your house, right? Something about proving the debt exists. Is that what I heard? Who who am I speaking with? I'm I'm Roddy K. Like I told you earlier, oh, I'm from Georgia originally. In. Yeah, I was trying oh. to trying to parse this out. Oh. Yeah, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to cut you down. Uh, what she's saying is well, none you of your did. business. Yeah, Sam, I did you get my email? Yeah, um, can I get would you your email? My, uh, would you accept my apology, Shan? Oh, I forgive every, everyone. Yeah, we're from different cultures, I'm sure, and I just didn't, you know, didn't get where you're coming from. So, Sam, did you get my email? Did I get your email, uh, Lady Lady uh, uh, Onion? Don't 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 say it. Okay, Please. I got the test. I got the test. Yeah, Cheyenne, you were originally from Louisiana. You kind of have a little, maybe a little. I detect a little Louisiana. Can you email me back? I'm gonna do that right this minute. Thank you very much. Cheyenne, still there? Yes, I'm. I'm here. I appreciate your uh, forgiveness. Quickly, I come across a little uh, quick and harsh. I was just curious about the situation because I came on the call like an hour late. I was just wondering if you. Uh, there's no debt, but still, someone's trying to steal your house. Is that what? Is that what your situation is? Uh, again, I got I got to figure it all out. Do what? I got to figure it all out. Okay, I just sent you an email back. Yeah, no, uh, Roddy, uh, Cheyenne, um, she's working on a delicate uh, situation, so she doesn't like to divulge. 90%. If you can. Uh, 90%. 
ninety percent of what she does. I, I understand that. I respect that. So, Sam, if if you can elaborate a little bit, is there originally was there no uh, no debt, but still they're trying to take her house or something? What do you know? <laughs> well, what happens is you end up getting a a ten ninety nine C. Yeah. Pardon? That's with the IRS. You get a 1099-C. That's when the bank files an interest payment or something? Oh, it's, it, no. What, what, this is just a joke. Oh, I know some, some banks, if they, you know, like if they pay you interest, they'll, they'll file a form or something. It is, they claim it's earned income. A 1099-C is earned income. It's got and to do that's with taxes. a joke. That's yeah, a I was, joke. I was saying, like, if I have an interest uh, of a, a checking account that, that generates interest, and I put, like, like $10,000 in there, and then the bank puts $1,000, they'll report that $1,000 as a, as a payment of income. Yep. Is that what that is? The 1099-C? Well, no, I'm I'm just going on foreclosure. Ten ten ninety nine C earned income. Are you using the property like rental? Pardon? The the properties were uh, rental. You're making a profit off of them. No. Huh? I wonder where this earned income stuff came from. Exactly. It's a it's another joke that the banks are pulling and IRS is pulling. Now, Cheyenne, you in Wyoming? Cheyenne, Wyoming? Here in the United States. Sam? Yeah. Did you mail that? Yeah, I sent you an email. I hope she's not close to Cheyenne, Wyoming, because that, that's not too far from Yellowstone. If it blows, you know. <laughs> yeah, what's your uh, what's your location there, Cheyenne? What area? So it's state, if you were. It, it doesn't matter where, where I'm at. Well, I have true. no clue where you guys are. And my gut is telling me not to trust you. I understand. Trust your gut. Yep, I will. Are you familiar with a lady named uh, Cheyenne? Are you familiar with a lady named uh, Nancy in northern Colorado? Nope. Okay. Thought I might have heard y'all chat on another show. Another call, sorry. Haven't heard her in forever. Sam, I didn't get it. Um, I just sent you a, a, a hi. I didn't get it. Um, didn't get it. Does is your email start with a LAD? Don't say it. Don't say it. No. Does it start with a LAD? Yes. 
Okay, well, I just sent it to you just this second, so you should get it in another second. So, Rod, you're in the, in the Skype rooms, I presume, eh? What's that? I'm just asking Rod while there's a break if he's uh, he, you're in the Skype rooms, are you, Rod? Yeah, there's a there's a biblical law, yeah, but I'm not sure who runs that one. Well, yeah, if, I'm, in, if, I, I'm in there too. If it was Mike, he's he he got hacked recently, so I don't know how yeah. how it runs. Yeah. You're in the biblical law? Well, I'm in there too. Maybe I'll look you up. Yeah, I saw your your post a few times. But for some reason, the Skype, I don't know if, if you've experienced it or what. I'll get, a, like, say, a post, an update today, but it'll be timed, like last night. I don't know how they, uh, they uh, do push notifications. Yeah, I've found some weird things going on, too. I'll get notifications that are late yes. or, yeah, not not the correct time. I've noticed that also. If you do it on your phone uh, and you look at your computer, a laptop, there's a variation there too. Technology, eh? Oh, I got, oh, I love it, but uh, I get mad at it for not being faster than the, you know, man. Well, then maybe I, I want it, I want it I want it as quickly as I can think, but however, that will get you in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when you oh, I wish I could stop that text message, you know, but you can't. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I think like you say, if it gets uh, te- technology gets faster than the human mind, we 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 will have problems. Are you familiar with the uh, comedian uh, Louis C.K.? No. He he talks about that on a clip from Conan. How people are on a plane complaining that they can't get cell phone reception or something. It's like you're on a chair. You're in a chair, flying through the air. This is amazing. So it, it just shows you how how we've got it so good today if we just know how to use the second dimension of the corporations that are for our benefit, you know? Yeah. Give the signal a chance to get the space and back, you know? Give it a second. You know, people are complaining about their text messages not going through. Just give it a second. <laughs> so how many appointments do you have? Thank your pardon, Shane. I'm asking him how many apartments does he have. Who are you talking to? You. Oh, I, I don't have any apartments right now. I, I had a bunch before. I lost them all. Before I knew common law. <laughs> but I'm going to buy... Um, I'm going to buy a 100-unit uh, apartment building uh, uh, probably in the next couple of years. Cheyenne, did you read that 1099-C? Tell me what it's about. I, I've done a lot of research on 1099s, and I'm not, I don't remember what the C one was. It's a debt forgiveness. It is? Okay. Like I was talking about earlier, the bank's, I don't okay. know if, if, Apparently, if that's there's form, a but, bunch of people talking. But they got to report like if they pay, like if they pay you interest, that's like a federal privilege like deal, you know. Like interest is like a privilege. So yeah, any money like on interest in a bank, they would have to report what they paid. It would re- be reported as income, but I don't know if that's what you 
you know, what that was. It is a debt forgiveness. 1099C is a debt forgiveness that the bank ends up writing off to the IRS. Oh, so it showed you as a benefit. You can do a correction. I also looked into that, and I was afraid to do the correction. Because actually, if you do the correction, you're forgiving, well, whoever the bank is, you're forgiving them as far as the debt. And I did not want to do that. I think I think I'm following you now. So the bank allegedly said you owed them a substantial amount of money. Did that whole forgiveness deal? And I, was, I see what you're saying. Wouldn't they? They would still have to validate it. So some bank man or woman would still have to validate that debt. Well, that's that's where I'm I'm sitting and thinking right now. How to handle that? From what I've from what I've heard from Carl and others similar is uh, they've got a legal department, and you've got to go after the uh, man or woman responsible for that. Or uh, if they're in the state you're in, you you may have to go to their uh, location and do it locally wherever they're at. Yeah. Good luck with that one. I'm telling you, like I want to travel somewhere just to say, hey, you, you know, you hurt me. Yeah, I also traveled to local to pay off the to pay off the lien. Process and I even over. got I even I even got another person to go to the bank to pay off the lien, and they would not accept it. We'll do a process server, like uh, like if I'm here in Oklahoma. And let's say you're in Can well, I don't know how you know, Canada would do it. Let's say you're in Minnesota. You could do it. I did that. I did that. I did that. For the process server? I did that with money orders and then I end up serving them in person by another person. Oh my god. Makes your head spin, yeah. doesn't it? So, uh, are you in the clear now for uh, for how many more months? Are you in the clear now, uh, Cheyenne? I don't know. So you, you're uh, you're in the clear until they send you the next letter. I'm in the clear until I have a three forty one meeting, and then if no one shows up, then it's a discharge. Oh, okay. So a 341 meeting. Right. And um, But uh, your trustee is the one that will, will put that meeting together. Correct. I end and up getting a... Um, I end up getting a... Um, and I still didn't get... I still did not get your email. Uh, you didn't get my email? Nope. Uh, hang on. You um, you got uh, mine, right? 
Okay, I got your email, and you just sent okay. you, you just sent me the email that says test T E S T, right? Right. And don't okay. reveal my email address, please. Okay, so let me um, let me send you another one. I'm going to send you another one, and I'll send you a duplicate. However, I end up asking the judge. Oh my God! The last time I was in BK. What a joke. They were supposed to call me. We were going to have a email meeting. I'm sorry. Um, we were going to have a phone hearing. And they did not call me. Then I end up giving them my phone record. Because they did not call me. How long? How long you been holding them off there, Tyann? Just uh, keeping your hands. A long time. A long time. Because Sam mentioned six years, I believe. A long time. Let me ask you a question. How how far away, like say this bank that you're talking about? How long would it I'm take sorry. you to the the bank or whoever says they they have a claim for the house? How long would it take you to get to their main branch or whatever. Main branch? Yes. Oh. Yeah, the banks. Yeah. I I would have no clue. The main branch? I would have yeah, no clue. Whoever runs it. We've been, uh, we discussed that similarly in a uh, in a Tomah Law group here recently and the guy wrote a letter to the uh, the main guy. And I think after six years you've been holding them off, they would be willing to take whatever if you owe them a debt, they would be willing to take you know, as long as you're making payments and staying in honor, you know. I tried to make payments to stay in honor, and they would not take my payments. How, how did I actually? Yeah. Hey, Sam, Go I ahead. got it. You got it. Wow. You're wonderful. Let's have some fun. With no, common law in the next did, 20 years. What did you, know, you do? Did you send them a money order or how did you uh, try to pay them? I did, the, I did the money order and then I, I, and they refused it. And then I got a, a friend of mine to go in with cash. Did you write a letter to the, uh, any, any kind of major head honcho? No, it was, it was just to the bank. Yeah, what we've discussed here is though the bank really, there's no man or woman named Bank. I don't, well, I'm sure you could find one, but have you considered writing a one-on-one letter to say, hey, I'd like to make this all go away and, you know, this is all I can I've done that to John. I think his name <clears throat> is John. Oh, what, what is who, his name? What, John's like the uh, owner of uh, what, Wells Fargo? He's the CFO. Okay. I wrote to him many a times. No response. Is there any evidence that they've sold the uh, what you uh, allegedly owe to a uh, debt collector? I get it certified mail. Is there any evidence as a debt collector that they sold it to a debt collector? Oh, 
How are you going to find that? Uh, you probably get a letter saying we're representative of so-and-so bank or whatever. Nope. Never got that. Uh, if it happens, if, it, if if that does happen, you find out what they paid for it. Like, say you owe $10,000 and they paid 500 you're only liable for the 500 what they're out of. I never, I never received that. And actually, you're correct. Because it's, it's normally pennies on the dollar. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying if I buy somebody's debt for 500 I can only ask you or require of you what I'm out of, technically. Correct. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this, this may sound weird, but if you could find a little, uh, if you could look into it, and you could get somebody in the court, and they refuse that debt, you know, they refuse that payment, you might have a good uh, good, shot, good shot there. I remember Carl telling a story about somebody owing $300 to a rent-a-center, and uh, they wanted to pay it off, but uh, or whatever the amount was, and they could only afford a small amount. They were going to make payments, and uh, the person, you know, the representative of a rent-a-center in court rejected it. And the judge says, uh, all right, you're, uh, you don't owe them a debt. They just refused your uh, offer. Because these corporations can't cause harm to their fellow men. Well, how would you do that with uh, property tax? With what? How would you end up doing that with property tax? It depends on what kind of property it is. If it's private property, all these terms they use is for real estate, commercial activity. They just call it property to uh, so nobody will look. I'd have to review that. You know, if you're operating as a corporation, commercial interest, whatever, whatever it is. If it's just your private property, then most likely you don't uh, owe a tax. Well, it's all it's all within the uh, deed. It's all but they, uh, it's all how the <clears throat> deed is written up. But if you, if you just can't afford it, that's one thing. You know, you, you can you could work on that. But you know, I, I like I like city water and trash service, and some of that stuff comes in handy. If that's what it goes for. Huh. Yeah. Well, we live in you a might herd. Like it. I don't like it. Know. I understand that you're, you know, that's the way you've got your wife. Roddy. 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 But if you fell on hard times, you know, and you just can't pay a, a debt. That you you know think you owe you know that does happen. But whatever you can do, yeah, get the uh, get the man or woman that's responsible for the corporation, and you know, drag them to court. Somebody says you're dead. Let's go. It's on, buddy. I mean, ben, you could spend years. There? You could you could spend years of stressful, you know. Go here. You could spend years pulling your hair out, or you could finally just say, "Hey, maybe I can use this as a strategy." As Carl mentioned, sometimes he can make a lot of money playing defendant. You just got to see who's claiming what. 
And if nobody's got a verifiable claim, well, you got them. I wish the uh, the guy that this base is on come on the call. Carl, does Carl ever call in? No, I'm not. Yeah, he would he would explain it a whole lot better. But when you mention, oh my God, I talked to somebody about. Sometimes you got to play defendant to uh, see what's going on to uh, to uh, let them expose themselves. And people are like, oh, I don't want to play defendant. Well, you, you can be defended, but if no one's got a verifiable claim, then that's when you turn on the man or the woman. You make your claim. It's a presentment. It's dishonorable. Like if somebody alleges that you owe a debt or you've done something wrong and you spend a lot of time debating them, you know, what you do is you, it's okay to. It's a strategy. You can go to court and, you know, someone sends you a summons. Well, okay, I'll go hear what the... Let's go see what the problem is. Maybe I did something wrong. Maybe I got drunk one night. Just you, you, you just kind of play along with it, and you just let them expose themselves. You know, you want to hear their, you want to hear their problem, and you would expect them to hear your problem. So, so you kind of, kind of just uh, play along. And put on the role. Put on the role of defendant. Just long enough. Just long enough to expose them. Yeah, playing Colombo. Uh, uh, oh, I've been watching that a lot on Netflix, so you must be spying on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a good strategy. Now, the only thing is uh, you got to know the paperwork that's involved in it. You know, knowing, knowing the procedure, then the next step is to... Um, you know, actually make uh, make the claim. Well, apparently Cheyenne's got a lot of paperwork she's been dealing with, and it's stressing her all, you know, stressing her out. So uh, somebody believes she owes them something, so let's just get them to court. Come on. Well, due I process. Mean, that's, due, due process. Uh, so let's just go. You know, she's she's got that as a uh, yeah. That's as one one of the many guns and toys that she can uh, play with uh, is is actually exactly what you're doing. I mean, she can go after the CA, uh, the C, uh, the CF, the CA, or whatever you call it, uh, the CFC, or whatever you call the uh, the head guy. <clears throat> you can go after the. Uh, uh, the immediate uh, manager of any branch, uh, and also uh, you could actually go after the the sheriff. Um, uh, I mean, these are all different people. And anyone that steps foot on your property, or has stepped foot on your property, just one foot on your property, and if you know who they are, whether it's a, a policeman or whether it's a anybody, uh, every one of them. Uh, has basically caused can be held liable. Are you? Have you but had one court case name. yet? Please leave my name out of the conversation, please. Shane, have you had one court case yet about this? All these matters. Uh, I'm getting there. Okay, I just wonder if if no, if you haven't been taken to court, there's nothing. To, you know, there's no judgment. Uh, you know, the sheriff knows it all. There's nothing to. 
there's no due process to even uh, go along with. No, they have a sum- summary judgment, and that's where I end up going to void judgment. Well, summary judgment is basically maybe you had a flat tire or something, you couldn't appear. So it's, it's still not over with. You can, no, that's you can, a default judgment is when you can't appear. It's a difference. It is? Yes. Summary judgment. Did you do the whole thing about uh, look the up shit? summary? Look up default judgment and summary judgment, and you Did tell you me what that? the difference is. Did you do that? Show me the note kind of deal. No, I did not do that stupid shit. Well, it's kind of kind of saying who's got the verifiable claim. Actually, I end up I end up writing to the lawyer. I'm so far behind on a lot of my homework or letter letter writing. But one was I wrote to the to the lawyer for the bank. Give me the note. Give me the note. You claim you have the note. Give me the note. And of course they don't have the note. You think I got it yet? Hell no. Do you, have any kind of, do you have any kind of ruling where you can review whatever the lawyer presented to the court? Uh, like if, if he presents something, if he's a rep, do you have any, like, what, what is that called? Uh, what is it called? Discovery? Do you have any kind of discovery? Nope. I bet if, uh, if, if, you, they if you look ran, into it. They ran right by me. If you look into it and that lawyer doesn't sign his name or supporting documents, he's got a sham pleading. Oh, exactly. And that comes from, um, oh, I used to listen to um, Howard um, Griswold. That's right. If your name's not on it, but you call yourself a prosecutor, you're one prosecuting, and you have no supporting documents, like, who the hell are you bringing? Who are you again? That's, well, I'm going to turn I'm a member of the bar, you know. Well, who cares, you know. Exactly. Same thing with those tickets, traffic tickets, speeding tickets, you know. That's why the cop who writes it is suddenly becomes just a witness in you know, in court. He's just a witness. Well he he wrote it. Did he want to prosecute it? No, that's some other guy over there. Now get the hell out of here. Oh, I'm not into the traffic ticket. I'm just trying to save my home. No, Rodney, uh, you know uh, you know a little bit. You've been doing some studying. Ridiculous amount. How long have you been studying? How many years? Oh, uh, let me see. Originally? He said two. Well, originally? To, Rodney went to uh, law school, you know? Originally, 30 years. But the uh, last maybe year or so, I've been... Uh, Cramming a lot of uh, Carl's stuff. Yeah. Uh, Have you written any uh, papers or books or anything? Mm, Be more specific. Yeah, well, you know, on on your ideas and uh, and mechanisms and techniques. No, I never had the chance yet. 
Maybe if my time comes, I'll do that. Yeah, what's uh, what's the biggest uh, thing that you beat in the court? That it's interesting. Yeah, I'm just getting started. What's that? So I, I have a, I'm just getting started. So I haven't had the uh, success stories you're talking about. Yeah, so you must have helped some people with debts, debt problems. No, we're just discussing it. I don't do that. Plus, help people wherever you. I don't know what you what you mentioned in there. Oh, you don't do that? No. Oh, okay. So what do you do? You do, like, uh, children's age stuff or marriages or <laughs> divorces? <laughs> hey, you uh, insinuating on my uh, legalese, huh? Yeah, like, yeah. I, well, I, I guess you probably know quite a bit about legalese, right? No. Well, you know all about discoveries and so on, you know. I mean, uh, I just you know hear this. How I got this from listening to Carl. When they talk about discovery. Yeah, little... he doesn't talk much about it. <laughs> no, he talks about your opponent in court, what, what they're doing and stuff, the strategies. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously you're picking it up pretty good. Um, well, when Carl, when, when yeah. Carl had his... Uh, when he was in, how many times did he say he was in court? Like thirty-nine times to get his <clears throat> to get his uh, property, his uh, son, son back. Was it how many? Did you hear that? Yeah, well, he was in court. Uh, well, uh, about nineteen times. It was a it was a lot, and uh, what he was talking about, the judge was insulted him. Like if you don't act like a man or something like that, you will figure it out. He was kind of offended by it, but he goes, the judge was going to help him out. He said, let me make a ruling on this so you can uh, appeal it. And when you appeal it, you can get discovery to find out if there was a contract or you you were a criminal. And once he got the discovery, he uh, found out it was there was a contract, but his name wasn't on it. It was forged instrument. And you'll see that on his... Uh, yeah, you hear it. And how much did um, Carl pay for that? He said over 100 grand. Yeah, his whole lawsuit was uh, cost him a hundred grand during that well six years. I don't know how many years. It was so, seven uh, hundred thousand. So when you talk about legalese, don't be afraid to know a little bit to but use he it. Paid, he paid seven hundred thousand, Cheyenne. I think so. Yes. Well, no, he he mentioned that he paid over a hundred thousand, which could be seven hundred thousand. Well, it could be 700. You know, that seems kind of uh, quite a bit. But like I said, don't be afraid to use legalese a little bit to your advantage. To know your adversary. Know your adversary. That's, I think it's a biblical scripture. Or somebody made it up. So using that judo, you know, when 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 when, when your adversary is coming at you, use their use their uh, use their energy against them. You know, you can you can. When someone's pressing upon you, you can stir them any way you want to, just by relaxing, you know. No, your enemy. You still sound like a lawyer. I don't know what I sound like. I'm just, uh, I'm just a man. <laughs> I've listened to myself on some of these audio recordings, and I get what they call the deuce chills. I can't stand to listen to myself. And I'm sure y'all would probably agree, but no. I just can't. Yeah, it's hard to listen yeah. to. You, uh, you know, you heard of bullshit baffles brains, right? 
<laughs> he baffles me with yeah, I've heard that. So, uh, well, I mean, that's good. Uh, I mean, you said you uh, drive truck for a living, or you work in law for a living? No, drive semi-truck. So it's good to know a little bit about the law to see what uh, someone is, you know, saying, what's expected of you, and whatnot, you know. You got to... That's good. You can't just run around saying, I am man, you know, me stupid, me not knowing. You never, you, you never drive a truck that way, which a lot of people do it, actually, I think. But uh, I don't know how yeah. some people get uh, licenses. So the only times you've gone to court is to beat some traffic tickets then, eh, Roddy? Nah, I got a uh, speeding ticket in uh, in the state of Texas uh, many years ago. And I drove seven hours to get to court just for the... The prosecutor guy to say, well, we're not going to prosecute. So it was a fun trip. Yeah, 700 miles. That's quite a bit. No, seven hours, I think. Seven and a half, eight hours. Yeah. That's, uh... But I had all sorts of... That was before common law. Uh, this isn't a big truck, you know. It's a different little bit of standards. And I had all sorts of documentations proving that I wasn't speeding, you know, because we got... Speeding, you know, limiters on the things, and so do you. Uh, do, you ever, you know, do you ever go on uh, Mike Miller's show? I've been on there one time a few months ago. Yeah, how did you like it, or did you have a problem? Uh, no, I talked uh, for a couple hours. It was pretty uh, entertaining, but uh, we don't see eye to eye, and he's. Uh, it's hard to uh, have a discussion like we're having here because uh, they seem to shut down any. Any talk about anything, pretty much. What is that? Uh, Mike, on the Mike Miller show. Yeah, it seems to be about just uh, if you, if something happens, just write a notice. They're stuck on notices. Well, well the cop, yeah, the Mike, cop, uh, Mike is a lot into uh, writing letters. Yeah, the cop gives you a ticket. Well, just write the man a notice. Write the man a letter. I'm like, all yeah. right. Uh, yeah. Letter. Yeah, you you can write a letter to your. Adversary, if there is one, but uh, that's for just doing his job. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what they'll do is when you write them a letter, they'll say, "Well, we'll let the courts decide." Yeah, it's probably these, cops, these, these cops are just doing their jobs, is what they call it, and they hand it to the court. Doing, you know, they're doing their jobs. They send it to the court. They send it to the court. That's that's where their uh, battlefield's at. They don't care about no stinking notice. Yeah. But if you have a true, if you have a true adversary, let's say you and I have an issue, and I write you a notice that shows what I've tried to exhaust it, I've tried to settle it you know, with you before we even go to court. But these statutory people like cops, no, they just write a ticket. Takes them about ten days to even get it to court because they mail it in or whatever. So it's a process, you know. Yeah. So um, just uh, now, you mentioned that. Uh, you don't pay income tax, right? Because uh, you don't have an income, right? Right. No federal income. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, now the uh, the tax people they recognize that and they agree with you. I don't know who these tax people are. No one's made a claim yet. So, <laughs> so you've never uh, you've never filed uh, uh, an income tax form uh, over the last. Been twenty years. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, 
since I uh, started studying and uh, realizing that my earnings were not the uh, were not the source that. Uh, yeah, but your employer, but your employer uh, sends in that you earn X amount of dollars to the income tax people, don't they? It depends on if you're like uh, get a if you get a W two or a ten ninety nine, but yeah, they often report uh, what they pay somebody erroneously. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then the income tax, so the income tax people have a record that you earn some some kind of money. Yeah, somebody reported something, but it's erroneous. It's uh, it's easily uh, easily rebutted or corrected by knowing how much federal income you had or didn't. Like the, the people I work for, or the company, is not a source of federal income, like the like the railroad people back in the 1890s here in here in America, like some guy named Pollock was getting federal income for railroads, investments, and stuff. So yeah. So you, so when you get your paycheck, Roddy, uh, they don't deduct any income tax off of you on your uh, on your um, uh, weekly paychecks, right? Not now, but when they did, uh, what you do is you. I'll I'll leave it for for research. Uh, you familiar with Mr. Hendrickson? Uh, no. Uh, was he on uh, Angela Stark's show once? Yeah, a few weeks ago. Sonia, does Sonia permit uh, giving out websites? Sure. Yeah, no, no. I mean, anything uh, you wish. What's that, Sonia? Yeah, sure. Anything you wish. Anything that's going to be benefit. Anything you okay. wish, but, but then she'll give me a heck later. All right, Sam and Sonia, it's. Uh, LostHorizons.com. How do you spell it? Lost, L-O-S-T. Lost? Her, yeah, Horizons. Right. H-O-R-I-Z-O-N-S.com. It's one word, though. You don't have to separate yeah. Lost and Horizons. Lost. But, but that's, that's Pete. Yeah, Peter. He's a great guy. Now, you got to go into it looking a little bit of common Yeah, his, his wife is, is is now in jail. Yeah. Because they wanted to testify against herself, and and he just got was. out of jail. And she didn't. She didn't know. No one was really. There was no plaintiff really. Uh, they wanted to debate the statutes, but uh, what he what he presents and what's on the side is uh, work for me and tens so of thousands. Even after why that. isn't he getting his wife out of jail right now? Apparently, before they went in, because once you go in jail, it's a little bit difficult. But before that, they didn't look at it as some only common law shows might. Like there was no plaintiff or no no one had a verifiable claim. They went in with a lawyer, and they argued statutes too much. So, uh, so he yeah, was but, in jail for how many years, and now his wife is in jail for how many years? I think he went to two years, and she is a year and a half. Right. And this has got to do with income tax evasion. Is that it? No, nah, his it is more... To, it's, it's called cracking the code. His is more of sub, what they call suborning perjury. It's where you go in debating the courts and their statutes, and they want you to testify against yourself. Confession. In, in Peter's case... 
he wanted to show the the true the actual law, the definitions. But the uh, he was and the jury asked for it, but the uh, prosecutor showed his interpretation of it instead of the actual statute. Oh, I see. So, yeah, it was one of those. Well, we do ours, and you do yours too. So all well, it is once you do with the the IRS with or with anything, it's it's confession. Yeah, but the key thing is to to people quit reporting. Uh, money paid as a taxable income. It's not. It's not a. It's it's, correct. Correct. It's not. It's not an income. It is wages. It just aren't no well, wages. No, are, wages. Wages is a technical it, term. Right. It's um. Wages is income. Shoot! It's on the top of my tongue. Just earnings. 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 Yeah. Earnings. Earnings. Oh, that's okay. where that that's where a lot of people that talk about. Well, I'm not a member. I'm not. A, I'm not in Washington D.C. or I'm not in a. I'm not in a territory. Well, if you're a federal employee, that's a privilege because you can volunteer to be one. But income, federal income, can go can go to a private person too. Like if you if you go to a military base, if you go to a military base and say I want to I want to paint your military base. You have just volunteered to receive a federal privilege, and and since you're using their stuff and painting their stuff and getting the people's money, then you got to pay a percentage back for that privilege. But if you do it on your own private time, whole different story. Who's speaking? I'm Roddy. I'm sorry, what? Roddy. Do we have no wrestling fans on here that remember Roddy Popper? Yeah, Roddy Popper. Piper. Yeah, Roddy. Roddy. He's the president of the uh, Eastern Wrestling. But what they do is when somebody pays yeah, you, like see, some of these got, companies. We got, we got two people on with you and I. I'm trying to find out who the other person is. Yeah, uh, you got Roddy. And there's another one. Oh, jeez. Speak up. Join the conversation. Let's go. But, Sam, to uh, try to answer your question, is like if you report what you pay me to the IRS, it's kind of a presentment. It's it's erroneous most times. All i got to do is if, if I fill out a form, like a 1040, is uh, I'll put how much federal income you paid me, which can be zero, and then say, yeah. Uh, that's a 1040 uh, claim for refund because a 1040 serves two purposes. It's to report federal income <clears throat> and get a refund, or it's to show that there was none made. So how can you get a refund if you haven't paid anything? What they'll do is they'll think – what they do is when you sign a, like a W-4, it's really you're engaging in Social Security. So in order to match Social Security, they'll report those payments, Social Security and FICA whatever. That's an overpayment of tax in case you were liable. So the amounts paid into Social Security you can get back. It's right, just you a tax. get all that back. Correct. Social Security. Social Security is just a tax. If yep. you if you if you wanted it, if you were receiving federal income, just like I was talking earlier about when the bank pays you interest on your money, that is a privilege. That is income. So they have to report the amount on top of your money that was paid. 
Like if you pay me a thousand dollars on my ten thousand dollars in your bank account, that thousand dollars, if I profit from it, it is is the income. That's that's all it is. The ten thousand dollars is still mine. There's a certain line that you fill out on the ten forty that you can get all the federal, state, social security, state tax, all that back. It's the attachments. Uh, Pete usually refers to it as a 4852. It's, it's, it's to, to correct any errors on the W-2 or 1099. Uh, it's a 1099, not the miss, but to something else. But anyway, yeah, you just report any overpayments as uh, overpayments, how much you want right. back. Right. Yeah, when they talk about Ted Cruz and all these presidential candidates bragging about what they're going to do to the IRS and stuff, I start laughing. Oh, well, we want it. We want it. We want it so easy. You can put it on a napkin. Well, I'm like, hell, you can already put it on a napkin. Just put how much income you had, federal income, and how much uh, was overpaid, and it's that simple. It's called a purported return. Yeah, I have a couple of tapes on that. I got to find them if I still even have them. Yes, but, I am. Again, you you yes, still I... put. Go ahead. Sorry. They talk. They talk about shutting down the Internal yeah, see, Revenue listen. Service. I'm like, listen. it's internal. It's internal, you know. Why would you want to close down your own private accounting firm? You know, it's like if somebody says, "I want to shut down my payroll company." Well, like, hey, wait a minute. That's internal. Get it? It's not for external stuff. It's for internal. Federal. It's for federal income. Anyway. Who was yeah. that just speaking? Well, it's good to know your enemy on all different angles, Roddy, you know? Not just in common law. You uh, you got to know your enemy on the civil and the uh, administrative side, you know? Yeah, those letters, can be, those letters can be pretty scary, let me tell you. That's when you're... If you want to debate their statutes, yeah, it can be pretty scary, but... Uh, like Carl simplifies it. Like, well, let let some man or woman, uh, you know, who has first hand knowledge, uh, sign their name to it. And even the IRS has uh, statutory uh, laws that uh, if if you truly owe a debt, if you have federal income, then uh, they have a thing called 6020B, where somebody will assume liability for uh, saying you owe them a debt. That's why it's so hard to get one of those uh, records of assessment because uh, just, it's just a bunch of paperwork game, you know. Oh, you missed your file because yeah, they have you get... under the, um, oh, what's it called, uh, under the, um, oh, shoot, under the um, three states. And they also have you as a gun runner. They have you. They have you listed as all kinds of shit. What under the BATF? Oh, I can't think of it right now. Excuse me, Roddy. Yes. Um, I guess just wondering if you would please define income. Huh? 
You know, that's always, the, that's always the great question. Yep. Let me, let me explain it this way. The, when people study law and language, I've heard that there's statutory words, there's common English words, and there's slang. So when I say income, it could be, uh, you know, just what somebody paid me or what I'm working for on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. It could be whatever somebody in slang wants to call it. Or income in the statutory codes is, uh, well, like I said, it's it's what's a constructive fraud. But uh, for tax purposes, it's federal income tax. It's a tax on federal income. Income is the compensation you receive uh, for uh, doing certain, you know, uh, words of art, I guess, of, you know. For labor. An income that makes me liable for a tax is money paid from a federal source. It's a source. That's why they, they often go with the 13th and 16th Amendment. But the 16th Amendment didn't make the income tax. It was just clarifying the Pollock case of 1895 where he was receiving federal income or income generated from that privilege that he was making. But he wanted to be the source. And the income from any source, that's that's all federal stuff there. Okay. Like if the government takes the people's money and pays you to make widgets for the military, you know, you're receiving federal income. So you are you're liable for a tax for that privilege. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just declaring this is how much privileged money, the people's money I spent. Well, it is. Okay. It began, it, it began in 1862, and it was for uh, government, uh, you know, government employees, and you know, it was it Article One of the Constitution, uh, tariffs and posts and stuff, which most of us do not are not involved in. It's a duty tax, a privilege tax, excise, exercising a privilege. Thank you. You're welcome. But I'm no expert on it like Peter is, so they can read yeah. that off Lost Horizons. That, that, that site is so ridiculously full of information. I can't believe it. Well, I've, I've got his route down, and it's Peter. And thank you yeah. very much. I will check that out. Yeah, we chat often. He's a, he's a great guy, but he's so stuck on the statue. He wants to go to court and prove he knows their laws. And I just wish somebody could knock him upside the head and they quit it. <laughs> his statutory. Go ahead. What does Peter do for a living? I think he manages apartments at one time. He was a game. I don't know. Oh, he he doesn't use his law information, his legal information, uh, to make an income, eh? It doesn't appear that way. He sells his books, and uh, I guess he's got a job somewhere doing something. But he's a great guy. That statutory stuff that he has on that side is so great except you don't want to necessarily go into court acting like you know all that stuff because that will get you nowhere. Mm-hmm. It just works good on a personal level, filing your paperwork properly, mm-hmm. rebutting any presentments, and showing nobody's, you know, nobody's got a verifiable claim. But uh, yeah, know your adversary. He sure fights it out. I mean, Carl uh, mentioned uh, once or a few times, you know, that, 
you know, like if he was living in Germany or France or one of those countries that doesn't have common law, then uh, he would be, uh, he, he'd still beat all of his court cases. He says, because every, in, in every institution or every government, any uh, legalese uh, set up, there's always a way around every problem. The only thing is, uh, you know, knowledge is power, and it's, uh, it's a different type of knowledge. Um, but uh, you have the knowledge, like Peter has the knowledge, uh, he can get around a lot of stuff. Not everything, but uh, a lot of stuff. Peter's uh, knowledge. If Peter... He might have a problem. Peter, Peter will have a big problem handling children uh, with the children's aid. Uh, I doubt if he can help anybody get their children back because that's not his expertise. Uh, I, you know, as far as income tax goes, uh, I don't think Peter can help uh, uh, can help people. But I, I have a feeling that the majority of the people will end up in uh, in, in, in a deeper hole using Peter's techniques in uh, order to fix their income tax problems. I don't, I don't see. I haven't seen any evidence of that, but I will tell you, his common law method, if he had one, is basically, uh, do you have federal income or not, period. That, that's, that simplifies it. But many uh, many can easily get into a situation when they want to argue statutes and codes, though. I've seen that happen. Yeah, so that's that's the problem. There there are limits, and, and of course, there are a little bit of limits with... Uh, Carl Lentz's uh, common law, and one of the limits is that, because uh, I have a case that I'm working on for the last few years, it's got to do with a medical malpractice suit, and it's been going on now for 17 years. I've had a lawyer on it, and uh, I'm not satisfied with it, so I'm closing the case, and no, and, and, and the lawyers, they're not going to get paid, uh, because... Uh, I, I initially thought that uh, once I learned the common law thoroughly, that I could handle the uh, uh, the malpractice suit. But what I understood, uh, vaguely understood, I should say, that uh, it would be impossible for me to fight a uh, malpractice suit uh, using common law. Because I, I remember uh, Carl mentioned it in one of his recent shows, recent meaning the last three months, uh, where he talked about a little bit about a, a malpractice suit, and, and he said that it's, it's you know just about impossible to put a claim on a doctor. How do, how do you prove that he caused you a wrong? You know, so, uh, and I thought, oh, shit. I mean, there, there's my whole strategy of uh, taking over my personal uh, malpractice suit, it looks like I, I won't be able to actually do it. There was a guy in Texas I think he was talking to. I heard on the show where he had an issue with the hospital. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, you probably remember that. You've got a court representative, in my opinion, a lawyer, an attorney on the case, so that would be the that would be an issue, wouldn't it? Well, I, I got a lawyer, but uh, in the case, uh, the uh, the hospital uh, that was involved in my malpractice suit has proclaimed that they are guilty. Uh, the doctors have proclaimed that they are guilty. Of 
according to the two lawyers that represent their their assets. Uh, but the amount that uh, in Canada, uh, they have certain amounts that they allow for certain damages. And uh, the amount that is allowed on my particular damage, according to the, uh, uh, you know, according to the legalese uh, statutes and laws, I, I, I'm, I, I'm not capable of, of uh, getting my full, uh, my full claim of what I deserve. And uh, so on that basis, I'm, I'm going to kill the case, and the lawyers are not going to get nothing. And uh, and since and since I'm studying common law, I'm thinking that I might be able to find a loophole down the road if I have a personal uh, one-to-one talk with Carl uh, down the road. Uh, not right now, maybe six months, a year down the road. I'll have a personal talk to him and say, look, this is my situation. How do I handle it or can it be handled? And uh, Or uh, I'll even hire Carl to maybe uh, work it for me, and then I'll pay him. But uh, so, anyways, the uh, uh, what I was getting at was the uh, learning learning legalese uh, has a, their advantages, but they have limits. Common law seems to have a much more broader rainbow of advantages. In every aspect, whether it's the common ticket for speeding, whether it's uh, someone uh, kidnapping your property, uh, whether it's income tax purposes, or any kind, any kind with a capital A, uh, a criminal uh, proceedings, you can handle with common law, which is beautiful, and everybody should learn it. Sam? So am I correct or what? That's excellent. I got a, I got a, I got a statement on that, on that thought. Have you ever seen that little article uh, stuck in the funny side of a newspaper, where uh, uh, someone's at a store, <clears throat> the cashier's uh, telling them, uh, "You're pointing that it's not going to do a thing because our computer says that we don't have it." <laughs> have you seen that? Yeah. No. Well, I want to use that as a uh, preface for this. Uh, our, our fellow men and women, when they go to these uh, government jobs, if you will, like let's say the IRS, for example, or cops, that's basically what they're doing. You know, they they don't care about your arguments or whatever. They're just hey, your computer says you owe a debt, so they'll tell the computer to uh, send you out a little notice. And, you know, it is going for years and years, but, uh, you know, there's no man making a claim, you know. There's no man or woman signing on to it. So it's really just a bunch of, uh, bunch of scary little, uh, it's all paperwork. Yeah. And uh, how, you, how, how we perceive it, it's how they perceive it and how we perceive it that causes a lot of the problems. Like Carl, Carl mentioned recently, oh, somebody sent you a letter. Oh, it says IRS. Ooh, IRS, ooh. You know, it, 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 and when when they get the letters too, it's, uh, it's how they perceive it. So it's even though statutory stuff to your advantage, but ultimately, if there's no man or woman causing you harm, you know, you're on you're on good ground there. Yeah, the uh, the only uh, 
the little part that, uh, uh, which is in, in, in for most people and for some people, it's a big part, is that uh, he hasn't divulged the information on how to make a full claim, the details. He's, he's, he's basically uh, has been teaching and preaching uh, how to uh, overcome any kind of uh, adversary in regarding to warrants and summonses and, and all kinds of court cases, ought to beat them uh, when someone's coming after you. But uh, he hasn't been able uh, and willing to uh, divulge the information on how to actually get it, the, the proper compensation and, and, use, and, and, and putting your court together. Now, putting, putting your court together... It's not a. It, it, it's only. I think there's only about less than ten different functions. You want to know why? Yeah, go ahead. Of course. Let me let me declare. I don't speak for Carl because uh, I've called him. Uh, well, it, it ends in hole. But uh, as he's mentioned on many of shows, and we've seen evidence here, is uh, if you show somebody the exact way to do it. Not only now does the legalese society have a hold of our courts, but on the opposite side of that, you would have every uh, go. You know, pardon the pardon the language, but you'd have every degenerate, rebellious person, pothead, O'Keen with O'Keen, New Hampshire person in there, tying up the courts with nonsense because someone hurt their blade of grass, and and we just. I just don't want a society full of. I mean, I wouldn't want to live in an area full of people uh, just running to the courts every time they had a, every time they wanted to go 80 in a school zone. You know, we got to have some kind of decorum. And I th- and he's mentioned that directly. If 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 he if he did it, if everyone did it exactly like they they were supposed to, or that would work. The courts would be flooded with everybody who wanted to be uh, rebellious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you know that's uh, that's what he mentioned, and uh, you did a good job in in the kind of re- rebutting what I'm talking about, uh, Roddy. Uh, and you just about took it word for word for <laughs> what Carl believes, which is really good. Now, the only thing is, I think he's totally wrong. Okay, because. Uh, um, he's basically, uh, he's not the judge, okay? He's no, he's not my judge. He's nobody's judge, okay? The information is out there. You know, it's like saying, well, you know, um, you know, uh, these guns over here can kill someone, and some people are going to get killed. Well, you know what? I have a feeling that I believe there's nobody should have any guns. So that's exactly what Carl's talking about, and he does not have the right to uh, to say that uh, because of his personal beliefs, and that's all it is. It's only a belief. It's got nothing to do with evidence, and it's got nothing to do with facts. He's got a, a belief that he shouldn't be teaching that, and that's a pile of shit. As high as high as you can see, it's when not people, true. When because people start. When people start pulling their pants up. Yeah, right. 
if that was true, then then uh, you know then everything else is uh, is true. People shouldn't have guns because guns about mamas guns. and daddies. We need more mamas and daddies to teach their kids how to act like a man and woman in public. To love thy neighbor, pull your pants up, turn down your music a little bit. Maybe don't maybe don't do eighty in a in a in a school zone or something. You just just little things like that, and, and then you know we can we can grasp how to uh, deal with one another. But we can, we can, we can't deal with one another righteously now. That's well, what, uh, that's a pessimistic look. I I have more confidence in the human race, and I think that uh, if everybody did know common law or or a, a percentage of the people, okay. New common law. Right now, you know who knows common law, Rodney? I'm going to tell you who knows common law in North America. Every fucking judge knows common law. You got it. Okay? And guess who else knows common law? Carl Lentz and the gang and his students. And that only numbers a couple hundred. That's it. And all the judges. That's why why writing a notice is important because... uh, the judges see it, and it's good to know statutory things. What's going on? What the, what's before the court here? What, what's going on? Uh, a lot of times a judge can play several roles, and there's a presumption. Presumption is the strongest law of a court. Yeah, the, the judge will just presume you're there, you're debating somebody, you must know what's going on. But uh, when you put that notice in, or you uh, maybe uh, cross-examine the uh, witness who was once the, uh, you know, the cop, you can show that there's no uh, there's no controversy before the court and the judge will know. Do you know yeah. on my cover sheet on Pennsylvania here, it yeah. does show common law. Same I thing was shocked in Oklahoma. on that. I was shocked on that. But where does it show it? On the cover sheet. Cover sheet when you file a, when you file a new claim. You have to have a cover sheet, and it oh, does show in the court clerk's it, office. It does show common law. The court clerk's office. No, your cover sheet. Cover sheet when you're filing a claim in the court clerk's office. Okay, yeah. Okay, your your new claim. Okay, your new claim. I got you. So they have a, a, a they have a common law. You can tick off common law on the cover yep. sheet. But they change it on you. Well, it should read court of records, not common law. It reads common law and slash statute. Statutory, yeah. Yes, thank you. I would cross off the word common law. I would cross it out and put down the court of records. In Canada, uh, I would cross out common law and put down Queen's Bench. Nope, no. I I slash out the other one, and I leave common law. Okay. Friends. You know you're going common law, yeah. Friends, before the show quits on its own here, uh, I just want to thank you all for coming. Um, Thank you, Alan, and guests. And uh, Cheyenne, and Sam, Ollie, and um, Roddy, thank you so much for dropping in. Really appreciate listening to you. Also, uh, it's new conversation and and uh, new ideas, and really have appreciated t- 
talking with you very much, and and I hope you come on again. Um, I have some things about taxes that I'd like to speak to you about sometime and get your opinions, and and I will uh, check out this website that you gave me of Peter's, and I do appreciate that very much, and just want to thank you all before we just get uh, cut off here, because it uh, may happen any minute. Thank you. Continue, and thank you very much. Everyone for coming. We've had. Uh, Thank you for having the show. You, you've yeah. got the number one show in all of Canada. Yeah, we've had quite a quite a group of people come in and out, and and uh, trying to keep it keep it in common laws. Great. Yeah, informative. Yeah. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. I I really appreciate you coming. You know that <clears throat> you keep so things so moving so for me, and, and I, so I, I, I do a lot of listening and throw something in once in a while. But I I'm a listener. Sonia? Yeah. That was beautiful, and I appreciate you. I'd like to uh, encourage those who don't call in that maybe think they're stupid or sound stupid to just do it. Because one little question, one little comment could inspire, could ignite something great. Oh, yeah. If they think it's minuscule, if they think it's nothing, it, it might even be a thought in the back of their head. Just give it, give, just call, just, just talk. That's how we communicate. Yeah, it's it's never a stupid question. Nope. never. Yeah, yeah, never stupid, and you never know who comes on. Carl Lentz, uh, what when he came on with uh, uh, what do you call with Angela Start Show? Uh, uh, Angela was calling him and every name under the sun at the time because he was he was another Mike Miller. Huh? Mikey. Yeah. Yeah, Mikey, your your friend Mikey. Mikey can't get on Skype right now. You thinking of Carl Miller? So, but anyways, yeah. So uh, you know, Carl Miller, uh, uh, not a Carl Lentz type person, can show up any time, and maybe uh, Rodney is one of them. I think he's a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, he's a liar. Liar lawyer. How, how, how much how much you want to pay me? <laughs> Sam will pay you, know, you. For pennies on the dollar, I can resolve your, your problems. Just, uh, call, call Sam will pay you. Yep, there you go. Yeah, I know. He's a lawyer liar. Yeah, you pay me good money, and I'll talk to my people, and we'll cut, we'll cut you a break. <laughs> I love those commercials for pennies on the dollar. I'm a, I'm an expert on taxes. Yeah, you're a BS artist. What you're gonna do? You work for those people. You make good money would, making them money. I would stay away from Pete. No, he he. It's actually good stuff. Uh, you'll see. He's been targeted. I'm, I'm, yeah, you gotta. You gotta he's, he's got some good stuff. stuff. Yeah, exactly. He got, he does have some good stuff. But yeah. do your own research. For uh, breaking, uh, for for winning uh, speeding tickets and uh, going through stop signs. There's, oh, Peter's stuff I'm is all about that. common law. Peter's stuff is all common law, but he won't he won't he won't act upon it. He just he thinks it's stupid. He's all in the statutes. Yeah, does does Peter know about common law and Carl Lentz? Yeah, he gets he gets bombarded with stuff, but Peter's hard headed. Nope. Y'all love him. Yeah, everybody's cracking, cracking the code. 
trying to crack the code, and the code is, uh, you know, it's already copyrighted by the Bar Association. And, as everybody, uh, as everybody you're kidding says, me. Peter says, as Peter says and everybody else says, there's no silver bullet. All this is is rebutting the presumptions sent in by your, you know, your paymaster or whatever. But there's no federal income. That's all it is. It's just, it's just a correcting error. It's put in your, it's put in, it's put in your claim. It's put in your claim on the record. Is what it is. A 1040 is a claim. My friend just got a. My friend just got a. Um, uh, what do you call it? Pink card, orange card. Something he's got to sign for from the IRS. Yeah, it's just a registered mail. Yep. Certified mail. That's all it is. Yep. So I'm debating to get him to sign it or not to sign it. You don't have to receive it. It could be a check, though. Well, no, they're... Oh, God. They're trying to take his house for... I think they have a lien on the house. Oh, my God, it's... Is there an emergency? 180000 by now. No, it's a... Uh, it's a... What do you call it? It's a... Uh freaking notice. It's a notice of lien, but there's no actual lien. Exactly. And and he's got another notice on Pennsylvania, and I wrote to the clerk of court, and they wrote to me back saying, because I said it's, it's just a notice. And yeah, how yeah, do they, you they, have that they indexed? They filed it in the lien index to get it to securities uh, exchanges there. Securities fraud. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, like Carl yep. said, if someone's filed a notice of lien in the court, you know, the court clerk can be held liable for it, actually. But uh, you just make them some go go get that lien. You probably got a copy of it, you know, when they when they put it on the court record. But make that man or woman that signed for it, you know, that big IRS, you know, agent. Make them make well, them good luck go. getting that, good luck getting that name because they scribble. <clears throat> and no, and you know if no if if they scribble and if you scribble. When when they want your signature and you scribble, they won't allow it. Are they use pseudonyms? I tried it. Just for shits and giggles, I tried it. I've seen I've seen them though where the where the guy you know the agent's name is on there. Like, Hell yeah, bring them to court. Let's go. Let's get some new process going. Prove all it. Nope. I already asked who who did this. I asked both courts, Jersey and Pennsylvania. You know what you should do? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.